the biggest games. A perfect season complete. The Wanakee Warriors are your state champions in Division II. The most compelling stories. 50 years for Title IX. That's incredible. And this is the 50th anniversary. The area's best high school sports coverage. This is Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Yes, it is. I'm Alex Gravatt downtown in Madison, Wisconsin, and we have week nine, the final regular season week of Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania right here in 100.5. I'm alongside Ryan Wollersheim. He's making sure we sound good on the ones and twos. We will have coverage of a fantastic matchup between or- the Oregon Panthers and Sun Prairie West Wolves coming up in a little bit. We've got about an hour before that, but we've got a special a special event happening for you today as we are also going to be covering the Phillies and the Braves. They're tied 1-1 in the series, but Philadelphia running away with this game. They are up 6-0. to We'll have more on that in just a short while, but I wanted to give you a quick rundown. As we take a look across the area high school sports, the landscape, and what we can expect for this Week 9 matchup series and moving into the playoffs as a lot of teams have a lot riding on their games today. But before we do any of that, I'd love to say thank you to Zimbraconda. For nearly 50 years, Zimbraconda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbraconda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're looking for a new or used Honda, visit Zimbraconda in Madison today or head to Zimbraconda.com to search inventory. But let's take a quick rundown, look at what we've got across the area. So I want to start in the Big 8 conferences. There's not a lot up in the air here. We've got a couple of schools looking for for their clinching victories and things of that nature. But Janesville Parker is away this week at Madison LaFollette. Madison LaFollette, 1-5 in conference, has been struggling as of late. But Janesville Parker also not all in lately. So this is going to be a really important game. And as LaFollette is the home team, they're going to look to defend their last game of the season. I don't think that this is a shoe-in for Janesville Parker. Janesville Parker win and in. If they can get above 500 in conference, they will be in the playoffs. However, they have to play Madison LaFollette. They have to beat a team that has nothing to play for except for pride at this point. So that'll be a good one to keep an eye on. Madison East is at Middleton, Madison East, yet to win a game on the year. Could they go in and upset Middleton? Doesn't matter entirely for for anything other than seeding as Middleton has clinched it. Um, And then Madison Memorial on the road against Janesville Craig. This is the game in conference that I want to point out. Um, Madison Memorial, they are in. They've got their four wins. Janesville Craig at home, win and in. But if they lose... They're not necessarily out of the game yet, as there are a slew of tiebreakers that go into deciding which three and four teams will make the playoffs. Um, and and after this week, we'll we'll have a better idea of whether or not that ma- matters. But Janesville Craig win at home, and they're in against their conference rival Madison Memorial, and then Verona six and zero traveling to Madison West. Madison West will not make it in, barring a miracle. But 
Verona probably in. They're they're sitting at six and zero in conference. They're in the playoffs. This is just a matter of seeding at this point. I do want to point out if you are at any of these games, feel free to call in eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Text in. Give us your updates on the score. Give us the the vibe of the game. Feel free to tweet at ESPN Madison as we will be staying up to date on the Twitter. We want to know what's happening at these games, and you can indeed help us. Um, I do want to point out that the Atlanta Braves have scored. They are now on the board. Atlanta up 1-6. to six, And we're going to take a break in our rundown of area high school sports to join Coverage Live. Times of baseball history, brothers started with the same team in the same All-Star game. You got the Contreras brothers, and you got the Nola brothers as far as baseball brothers in this game. Jose Alvarado, he was sent down at one point this year. Inconsistent lefties were having success against him. All that went away. Here is the 0-2, and that's bounced in the dirt. One and two. And he throws a cutter 43% of the time, so he's pretty much a sinker cutter guy. Almost everything in the upper 90s. And a really nice block of that ball by J.T. Real Muto. At a very, he's had a very busy series blocking balls. But again, he's so athletic back there. Nobody out. Runner at first. 6-1 Philadelphia. Alvarado swing and a miss. A 1-2 cutter. And Contreras, the pinch hitter, gone on the strikeout. I mean, it's just not fair when you get that kind of downward movement on a pitch thrown that hard. Down and in on the right-handed hitter. And Contreras swung right over it. Top of the order, Ronald Acuna. Reached base with a single, then reached on an error by Bohm at third base on a throw. And he grounded out to Bohm. All three balls have hit right at Bohm in this game. Swings at the first one. It's a swing and a miss. A cutter again, 94 miles an hour. Zach Eflin is another one who has become a factor in that Philly bullpen. The players seem to think he's their closer. Thompson will tell you not necessarily. We've got a bunch of guys that can finish a game for us. And Alvarado, a one inside. Riomuto has to block that one as well. Of course, Eflin was the longtime starter, then missed a lot of time. Brad Hand has been very effective out of the bullpen for them as well. But Sir Anthony Dominguez, Alvarado, and Eflin, the high leverage guys. And David Robertson, of course, not active due to a calf injury, which we'll explain in a second. One ball, one strike, one out, one on. 6-1 game, and Alvarado misses badly with a 99-mile-an-hour sinker outside. Acuna, 2-1. David Robertson in the bullpen was celebrating a home run, jumped up in the air and injured his calf and is ineligible to pitch in this series. Now he was thrown today. Looks like he might be eligible for the next series if they get that far. 2-1. Acuna fouled it straight back. He didn't miss it by much. One of those foul balls where you smell the wood of your bat, see how close you were to hitting it. 
feel the heat. Two and two, and the crowd again on its feet all day, back up on its feet. Alvarado at the belt, the left-hander ready. Here it comes, misses inside. Good take by Acuna, the count full three and two. I'll tell you, for a five-run game, it certainly feels a little bit tighter than that, doesn't it? Especially with Nola out of the game. The strength of the Phillies, they have some hard throwers, but their bullpen is not the strength of this team. 3-2, Acuna chased. Good sinker at 100 miles an hour. Would have been ball four, but at 100, Acuna committed, and he's gone. That's 100 miles an hour with sink to it and run to it away. It just took off and ran outside of the strike zone, and Acuna, it was too late for him to stop that swing. And that'll bring up Dansby Swanson now. And he is 0 for 7 with five strikeouts a lifetime against Alvarado. Small sample, but I'm sure he knows he's had some trouble here. Alvarado's first one in there, strike one. Swanson tonight popped out to the shortstop, then popped out to center field, and then hit a rocket to right field for a double he eventually scored. The only one of the game. Next one, Alvarado. That's poured right down the middle. And some gas from Alvarado at 98. He's ahead 0-2. Crowd looking for a punch out. So is Alvarado. 0-2. Swanson instead fouls it into the seats down the third baseline. Alvarado originally signed by the Rays as a free agent out of Venezuela. He's 6'2", 245 pounds. He's ready, crowd on its feet. At the belt, here it comes. Swanson to left field. Schwarber in, and he stays there to make the play. Dansby Swanson retired on a line drive out to Kyle Schwarber in left. Alvarado does his job. All right, Alvarado coming in, and in his first inning pitching, he gets the job done pretty quick right there uh, as the Braves are no longer at bat. We're back to the top of the eighth. Um, and a quick reminder, the Braves are up or down one to six. Six Phillies have uh, they got six in the bottom of the third. And then this is the first inning that the Braves have gotten a run out. So let's continue to take a look at our area, uh, our area scores or just a scoreboard rundown as nobody has started quite yet. Um, in the Badger Large, we're going to have Oregon, Oregon, sorry, four and four, three and three in conference at Sun Prairie West. Dennis Semrau and Alex Strofe will have the call of that one. Watertown is 0-6 visiting Milton, who is 2-4. That's going to be 
a possible outside looking in situation. They'll be on the bubble, Milton, should they win. However, um, it does not seem incredibly likely that they'll get in. And then Wanaki 8 0, running away at Beaver Dam 2 and 4. They're coming off of a good win last week, but Wanaki's going to be a tough team to beat, even if they are at home. Badger Small, Minota Grove, 4 and 4, 3 and 3 in conference. Fort Atkinson, the home team, 1 and 4. This is a big game for Minota Grove. If they win, they are clinched in. However, they have a good spot to be if they are to lose this game 3 and 3. They'll be on the outside looking in as, as a bubble team. But Mount Horror, Barneveld traveling to Portage. The other 3-3 three and three team in conference, so this, these are two incredibly important games in the Badger Small. Uh, Mount Horb Barneveld, the heavy favorite, but if Portage can pull off an at-home upset, they'll be winning in, and I believe that they have a great standing um, with, with their tiebreakers situation. So we'll see how Portage can handle Mount Horb Barneveld as they are, again, 6-0 and in conference. And then we turn our sites to the one in five sock prairie team going to the deforest norskis five and one just been red hot since getting their quarterback back after an early season injury so we'll see i my money's on deforest but we'll see what sock prairie can do they're fighting for pride out there deforest fighting for seeding crossover is sun prairie east hosting stoughton or traveling to stoughton my apologies and uh stoughton this is another important game as they are three and three Win and in, lose against one of the best teams in the state, and their season could be over. I'm going to take a quick look at the capital. Lakeside Lutheran, 6-2, and 4-2 and two in conference at Madison Edgewood, 6-2, and 4-2 and two in conference. An incredibly important game for seeding for the, the division standings, in a conference standings, I should say, and everything that they have to play for. Pride comes first. Lakeside Lutheran, really good wins to start the season. Then they dropped two, and then an absolute thumping last week as they dominated Bigfoot 47-7. And Madison Edgewood, been a little spotty throughout the year, but this game could be a prove-it moment going into the playoffs. Everything that they need to get to the momentum riding high, and they are the home team. Then we have Lodi, 4-1 at Lake Mills, 2-3. A tough spot for Lake Mills to be, but things could be worse. They still have an outside chance. And then New Glarus Monticello, after an 0-5 start, they got their first win, and um, they're, they're at Columbus, who is 6-0 and just running wild. They're one of the best teams in the state, and so this will be a tough team for New Glarus and Monticello to win against. But since learning that their teams may no longer be a union, they've been playing much better. We'll see. It could be a great upset win. And uh, a statement victory for moving forward. Thanks so much for listening. We're going to be back shortly with more coverage of both Prep Mania and the the Braves at the Philadelphia Phillies. Reminder, you can listen to any of these games live on the ESPN app. This is Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 and Wisconsin On Demand. We're rocking and rolling here on 100.5. This is Zimbraconda's presentation of Rep Mania. I just want to, I'm Alex Gravatt. I want to remind you, we have Oregon at Sun Prairie West coming up shortly, but we're also holding some coverage with the, the playoffs of baseball. Uh, Atlanta at Philadelphia. Atlanta down one to Philadelphia's six. Philadelphia's at 
bat. Odorizzi is pitching, and we're going to join them for just a couple minutes here as we bring you in to Zimbraconda's presentation of Brett Mania coming up shortly. 17. Brad Hand, the lefty, and Zach Eflin now both warming in that Philadelphia bullpen. 2-2 to Reese. That sails way high. Three balls, two strikes with Real Muto on deck. Got a chance for a memorable weekend sports-wise in Philadelphia. If the Phillies can take care of the Braves and the Eagles can take care of the Cowboys. The Flyers underway last night. They got a win. 3-2. Foul straight back. I mean, your son Jeffrey works here in radio. Sports to his station, a lot more sports conversation. Yeah, and, and <laughs> I think they're enjoying it. So it was, we had a good, I was on the show this morning. We had a lot of fun talking Phillies and then. And then the birds. <laughs> Next 3-2. That's way outside. That's going to be a walk, and we'll see if. Brian Snitker will go to Jesse Chavez, who's starting to get about as hot as you need to be to come into the game. Two men on, nobody out. Odorizzi standing behind the mound, and because of that, it seems to send a message to the bench and here comes Brian Snitker so this may be the end of the night for Jake Odorizzi Odorizzi gave him three innings yes he takes the ball from him and in the end he pitched pretty well he walked three but he only allowed one hit now he's going to leave with the responsibility of the two runners on base but if you were looking to buy some innings to... Odorizzi out. It has been a tough night for him as the uh, Phillies, again, they're running away with this one. While, while they did say it feels like it's been a closer game, uh, then, then the score would lead you to believe, I believe the Philly fanatic, the mascot, is, is feeling it at 6-1. and one. So we're going to come back. Quick rundown of our scores again. We'll take a quick break, and then we'll hear from our UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week. But I just want to bring up the Big 8 Games. Janesville Parker at Madison LaFollette. Janesville Parker 3-3 three and three in conference. LaFollette 1-5. It's been a tough stretch for LaFollette, but they've got nothing but pride to play for. Whereas Janesville playing for a playoff spot. Madison East 0-6 oh in conference, traveling to Middleton. 5-1, and one, and they've been red hot lately, so this could be an absolute drudging. Madison Memorial 4-2 at Janesville Craig. Janesville Craig, the home team, playing for a playoff spot. Madison Memorial should be on the in already, so this will be a good game. Will Madison Memorial rest some starters and take a break, or will they put the pedal to the metal and tell their in-conference rival what's good and what to expect if they are to make the playoffs because Janesville Craig still in the race they're just on the bubble should they lose Ma then Verona 6-0 a perfect 6-0 traveling to Madison West 2-4 should be a tough uphill battle for Madison West but you never know again Verona could be bringing in some of their younger guys letting them get these important end of season reps so 
Verona, probably the favorite again. Badger Large, Oregon, three and three in conference at Sun Prairie, two and four. That's our game. We'll have coverage starting in not too long. Watertown, oh and six, traveling to Milton, two and four. Neither of those teams have a whole lot to play for at this point. And then Wanakee six and zero at Beaver Dam, two and four. Beaver Dam been playing really well, but it might be too late. Wanakee going to be a tough team to beat in any situation, even with some of their starters resting earlier in the night, like we'd expect. Badger Small, Minota Grove four and four, three and three in conference, going to Fort Atkinson one and five. Minota Grove needs this win to be on the inside of this playoff chase they lose there's still a chance they'd be a bubble team Mano- uh, Mount Horror Barneveld one of the best teams in the state 6-0 at Portage 3-3 three and three. Portage needs this win to make it in uh, but they've got an uphill battle as Mount Horror Barneveld is one of the best teams in the state Sauk Prairie 1-5 traveling to DeForest 5-1 DeForest probably resting some of their starters chilling a little bit more than than earlier in the season but it's important to win these games. You need, you want the favorable seeding. So if they can get out to an early start, maybe some of that momentum gets shaken up and Sauk Prairie can find a backdoor way to win this game. And then our Badger crossover, Sun Prairie East 5-1 and one at Stoughton 3-3. Three and three. This game is going to be super interesting as Stoughton has a shot to be in. If they lose, again, a bubble team could make it in on tiebreakers, but... It's not something that they want to hold on to hope for. So a win would be excellent for Stoughton against an incredibly tough team in Sun Prairie East. Capital Conference Lakeside Lutheran 6-2 overall, 4-2 in conference. And Madison Edgewood 4-2 in conference, 6-2 overall. This will be an excellent game. A lot on the line for seeding, a lot on the line for pride. But in the end, Lakeside Lutheran, it's been a little bit less consistent, but they've found their groove lately. Madison Edgewood, a little bit more consistent, but a little bit further down. Lodi, 4-1, the clear winner of this division, or this conference, I should say, in, in power, in just outright beating the opponents. But Lake Mills, 2-3, and three, could they be the team to, dis- to dethrone them? Lake Mills obviously will not be winning the conference but they could put them into a tiebreaker scenario with some of these other teams namely Lakeside Lutheran Madison Edgewood and then New Glarus Mozzella 1-5 at Columbus 6-0 Columbus has been absolutely fire as of late I want to remind you that you can listen to any of the baseball games through the postseason on the ESPN app they'll be live there all day but we'd love to have you stick around if you're not going to stick around on air Feel free to check out WisconsinOnDemand.com where you can watch this game. We'll have live coverage thanks to our good friend Hunter Vaughn and Chuck Stanger. But when we come back, you'll hear from the UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week. This is Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 and Wisconsin On Demand. Welcome back into Zimbergonda's presentation of Prep Mania. I am Alex Gravatt in the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios, joined by Ryan Wollersheim. And my goodness, the Phillies are just pouring it on. I missed this last score, but they just went up 9-1 to now. It seems like this game may be out of hand. So instead of throwing it to that game, which is running away, we're going to 
thank our UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week, Isaac Bunker. His online and mobile banking goes above and beyond with top-rated service and security that exceeds industry standards. Explore innovative ways and in intuitive ways to manage your money anytime, anywhere. UW Credit Union's in-house team of engineers and developers create digital banking solutions designed for you. Learn more at uwcu.org. Here we have it, Isaac Bunker, a Navy commit. Our ESPN Madison UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week is Isaac Bunker from Monroe High School. Welcome, Isaac. Great to be here. Well, you're a multiple sport athlete. You're on track to earn 10 varsity letters in three sports. What's it like to be a multiple sport athlete at uh, Cheesemaker Country? It's definitely a, a grueling process in the sports I do. Football and wrestling are both very physical and time-consuming. Then I also do track in the spring, so to keep up with school is definitely a hard task, but it's worth it. How do the sports uh, re, uh, relate for you? How's uh, football help wrestling and vice versa? So, I mean, football, it's a very physical sport. You do a lot of lifting to get stronger. You do a lot of hitting. Wrestling goes hand-in-hand. It's another physical sport. You do a lot of lifting. So I get strong for football, and I get in good shape. That carries over into wrestling. I I keep that conditioning. I keep building and get more aggressive, more physical. And then track, I'm a thrower. So all my sports, I'm lifting, getting stronger. So when I get strong in football and wrestling, it makes me throw the shot farther in the springtime. And then it just comes back around summer lifting and then football again. So... It all just builds on strength and speed and power and just makes me a better athlete. Well, you had a lot of success in all your sports. You were all, two academic All-State honors, a 3.8 grade point average. Who's had the biggest influence on you as a student? So it's actually my wrestling coach and defensive uh, coordinator. It would be uh, Tom Witt. He's one of the teachers at the school as well as my coach. And he's kind of like my guy I go to that uh, if I ever need help, I talk to Coach Witt. He's a woods teacher, so he can't really help me with my math and stuff. But uh, he's a good teacher connection to have. Keeps me motivated. Keeps me well behaved in school. You know, he's always watching. So he's always looking out for me. You have an interesting nickname. You said your nickname is Mailbox. Is that because you're a big guy? How, 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 where did that come in? So uh, it would have been my first year of uh, football. It would have been seventh grade. And uh, my coach, he put me in for D-tackle. This is my first time ever playing in our scrimmage. This is my first ever defensive play. And I got off the ball. I ran through my guy. And then I, I sacked the quarterback and brought him down. And he said I looked like he looked like a mailbox out there. He said, like, just a big old strong post, you know, and he said he saw a mailbox in me. And so ever since, that's what I've been called. So your post-high school plans, attend the Naval Academy, study engineering, and play football. How did uh, that whole process come about? Yeah, so in, in May, it would have been my first time contacting Navy. They came to my school, and I did a workout for them, and uh, that was the start. And then uh, officially in early July, they offered me over the phone. And, you know, it was it was a different offer because, like, all these other offers, you're mainly going there for football. But the Naval Academy, you have a five-year commitment afterwards. So it's not just football. It's more than that. So I initially wasn't very, you know, um, I don't know how to say. Uh, I wasn't really hyped about it. I was a little nervous. I didn't – no one in my family had ever been in the service. So I didn't really – looked that way too much and my dad was like don't make any decisions don't commit too early we're gonna go out there first i finally went out there after a couple of weeks and uh toured their facilities got to i think they had a camp going on so i got to watch their coaches in action a little bit just after talking to a lot of people they just everyone had great things to say about the naval academy everyone was just great people and that's when it finally the gears started turning in my head where i'm like hey this could be a place to go this could be my future and then 
just kind of took more time to absorb it in. And uh, when we got home, I just kept thinking about it. And then finally one day I was working and I just was sitting in a parking lot waiting to go to the next job. And I said, you know what? Let's make this official. So I called my coach. I said, let's make it happen. And that's my journey. And then it just keeps going. So. Well, our ESPN Madison EWB Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week, Isaac Bunker from Monroe High School. Isaac, hope you have a great senior year. Thanks for joining me. Hey, thanks for having me. It was great talking. Congrats to Isaac Bunker. Again, I'm Alex Gret. This is Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. And we've got a little bonus coverage as the Phillies are at home against the Atlanta Braves and they are just putting on a show. Nine to one, the Philadelphia Phillies are up over the Atlanta Braves, though that was a an errant pitch. Um, we'll have more on the high school football coverage coming up in just a moment. Again, we've got Sun Prairie West hosting Oregon on Zimbraconda's presentation of Brett Maney on 100.5 and Wisconsin On Demand. Maybe oh, oh, just a Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. I'm Alex Cravat inside the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. And the Phillies are just running it up against the Atlanta Braves. But we've got bigger fish to fry. Sun Prairie West hosts Oregon. And I am now joined by the dean of area high school sports, Dennis Semrat. Dennis, how are you doing today? (laughs) You're over under six on wolf calls tonight. Uh (laughs) Having a a good time here. We're just getting started here. Uh, Beautiful scoreboard. This has got to be the first time it's actually a night game. It's dark. Properly, yeah. The the season is turning. It is cold out. It truly does feel like playoff football out there, (laughs) Dennis, right? it does. Fall. Well, we had, uh, yesterday I was delivering meals in town, Cross Plains, and we had some hail. Yeah. Sleet. And I was like, what is this? (laughs) Tis the season. A little early for for me, but I guess, you know, it is what it is. I don't want to dive into too much about this game, which I think is the best game, the most important, the most interesting game. Yes, Alex Strofe on our docket. But I do want to know, as you look across the rest of the area, there are a couple of games that my mind is drawn to immediately. But what are you most interested in as we look at our area teams? Uh, Which one? Well, the Sun Prairie East-Stoughton game. Badger crossover. Kind of, yeah, kind of struggle. Stoughton needs a win at three and four. Don't know if that'll, if with the, t- the way the tiebreakers work. Um, but the other one is uh, one team we got to see and one we didn't Lakeside Lutheran at Madison Edgewood. Uh, both teams are four and two, so they're in the playoffs. And they're playing for a better seed than this one for a home game. Uh, if you go five and two, you got a chance at least first round. I think for a home game, if you're four and three, no, mm-hmm. I think you're hitting the road for it. And uh, being that Edgewood plays at uh, Bruce Stevens Field, they don't really have a true home field. They uh, they can't play in their own campus. Um, they don't mind hitting the road too much, I think. True that. Uh, hey, Dennis, yeah. if you don't mind, I'm going to jump in here. i got one more area game that I'd like to highlight, and that's in the Eastern Suburban Conference. How about the Eastern Suburban oh, Championship game be, tonight? Marcus San at Marshall, both teams 6-0 and undefeated in conference play. we got a conference championship game tonight just up the road in Marshall. Yeah, you look at, uh, at that in the uh, Eastern Suburban Conference, and Waterloo is at 4-2. and two. They're going to the playoffs. Clinton Horicon, uh, he's just for need a win to get get in. But, yeah, Marcus has just kind of rolled through the opponents this year, and Marshall's with just the one loss. Uh, I, some of my, 
fondest memories of very cold weather when it was a game at Marshall where we were on the sidelines and you could literally hear the ground crunch Oof. every time everybody moved and made a tackle because it was a little, just the frozen tundra for a high school game. It was kind of perfect. <laughs> the, my, my tape recorder died. The ink in my pen froze. And I found a, a pencil stub in my pocket. I'm trying to take notes. This is back in... Uh, the old days. How old are we talking? <laughs> We're talking uh, mid nineties. <laughs> so uh, before we, we, I'm sure if my cell phone probably would have frozen if I would have had it. That was so cold. I do but, remember my cell phone just dying outright in some of the cold weather days that we had. Just it, it wouldn't survive more than an hour. So I, I feel that. Um, I do want to point out another game that caught my eye: Madison Memorial at Janesville Craig. Now Janesville Craig, obviously. A great team, but they've got a chance to to be on the outside looking in here. Is that right? Yeah, they do. Uh, three and three. If they lose that game, they're three and four. Uh, overall, uh, they'd be four, four and one. They had a tie earlier in the non-conference portion of their schedule. Uh, Madison Memorial is that uh, really like some of the big play players they have on that team, and they've been able to uh, put some points up on the board here. And of all the city schools, you look at East is zero and eight. Uh, but is it West is two and six, and LaFalle it's one and seven. Madison Memorial by far is the best, and uh, so they should have the city title. One question is, I wonder if they're going to have a city banquet that had kind of gone away right before the pandemic. But right now, the best city team is Madison Memorial. Right, and it's sitting at four and two, it's a little deceptive because I feel like their losses have been against some of the best teams in the area, and they they fell just short. Isn't that right? Yeah, um, they lost to. Um, Verona, we had that game, <laughs> right? They beat, uh, they beat Waukesha West. Uh, that, was, that was a very good game for them. But, um, yeah, it's... Um, Look at the memory on this guy. I, I it's like, unbelievable. I like, Verona, I, I like Verona other than they lost opening game to Muskego and shut Muskego out in the second half. So it's 7-1. If they, they can win tonight, they're favored easily over West. Uh, there's a possible number one seed in that bracket or number two. Really? I'd like to have them have at least a couple games now that they've got a stadium. used to be you didn't want to have a playoff game there because there was no room for anybody really in the press box, and you're sitting outside trying to broadcast on a, a night like tonight? No. <laughs> We're nice and toasty in here. Alex used to be here. It's uh, I can't remember last time I was in a heated press box. <laughs> I'm toasty enough game. in the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios, but it does sound like you guys are having a grand old time out there. We'll get back to you guys in just Ow! a few minutes. Ow! Ow! The werewolves of the east side <laughs> of, of <Sun> Madison. Werewolves <laughs> <laughs> of Sun Prairie, yes. All right. Well, I'm sure we'll have lots to talk about. Thank you for joining us. This is Zimbrick Ondra's presentation of Prep Mania. I want to remind all of our listeners that you can watch this game live on Wisconsin On Demand, and you can listen to more Phillies coverage if you're looking for a lopsided baseball game to listen to on the ESPN app. But as far as ESPN Madison is concerned, I'm Alex Ravat. This is Zimbrick Ondra's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 and Wisconsin On Demand. Week 9 of the high school football season, the final week of the regular season. Oh. As, oh. Oh. 
as we see the Sun Prairie West Wolves in their inaugural season for the very first time. We welcome you to our broadcast booth at Bank of Sun Prairie Stadium. Alex Strofe alongside the man, the myth, the legend, my right-hand man, my partner in crime, the dean of area high school sports, the great Dennis Semrau. Pleasure to be in his presence once again, Dennis. Uh, awesome matchup tonight here in uh, a big one between these two teams in the Badger Large between Oregon, 3-3 three and three in conference play. They are in with a win and taking on the 2-4 and four in conference play, Sun Prairie West. They win tonight, though. They're on the bubble, and they have the tiebreaker then over Oregon. So whoever wins tonight has a good shot of making it to the next level. If Oregon wins, they are in, though. Yes, and this is actually, a, I like to mention, a family night. Uh, I don't know if you know that recently uh, Sun Prairie West football coach Josh O'Connor Became a dad. Daughter Renly O'Connor was born September 22nd. He and his wife, uh, Katie Hayes, shared the excitement. There's some concerns. Uh, she's had to stay in the hospital for some extra extra care. But uh, when I talked to Josh this week, he said things are coming well. She'll be coming home soon. Good. And then you look at Oregon and uh, Dan Kissling, a former Badger. I've known him since his college days uh, playing uh, for Bucky. And now this is his 12th year coaching at Oregon, 22nd year at Oregon, 12th year as a head coach. His wife does video in the end zone. His daughter, Caroline, is a ball girl and a manager. Wow. Pete is on the staff, and the other son is up in the press box as well. So all the family is here. Now you talk about on a Friday night. So I'm sure they – Family affair. You think they stop for a fish fry afterwards or what? Well, most – by the time of games, you know, all the restaurants are closed by 9 o'clock. That's a good point. Even pizza – Pizza Pit closes at 9 o'clock. No, not on a Friday night. Yeah, right. No oh, kidding. Right down the street here. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a family affair with a lot of, lot of football. Is it senior night tonight? Uh, this is most likely it's homecoming. Oh. So this is a late homecoming for Sun Prairie yes, West. Yes, it is. Uh, well, I'm happy to hear it's not senior night because last week. Well, uh, every, every senior night is usually the last night. Right. So homecoming, I assume it's homecoming and. But I don't see the banners up usually, you know, they, oh, down in the end zone down there. Oh, there right. you go. So maybe it is senior night. Well, uh, as far as I'm aware, though, they do not have a senior program like we had last week in Mount Horeb, which you read verbatim throughout the game, including, uh, including the Candyman. Uh, so I'm glad we won't have that distraction tonight. It's Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. My name is Alex Strofe alongside the Dean Dennis Semrau. We are, of course, brought to you by our friends at Zimbraconda for nearly 50 years. Zimbraconda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles, the trusted staff of Zimbraconda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're in the market for a new Honda or a used Honda or whatever's between new and used, I know what you should do. It's a no-brainer. Go to the best place in Madison. That's Zimbraconda. Or visit their website, ZimbraConda.com. As the cheer team unrolls the senior banner, it is senior night. We're going to take a commercial break because I imagine, oh, look, Dennis is already at the door looking for his <laughs> senior program. We'll, uh, Check it with our canopy keys of the game. Also preview this matchup between Oregon and Sun Prairie West. That's all still ahead. You're listening to Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania right here on ESPN Madison.
Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania rolling out live from Sun Prairie West High School as we get you ready for the final game, the final week of the regular season. Dennis, we were talking off the air. He's Dennis Semmer. I'm Alex Strofe with you. We were talking off the air a bit, Dennis, and uh, what was it, four days ago was week one? Yeah, we, we had four games the first two weeks, remember? That's true. Within ten days. Uh, we, were, we, we, and we were here what, twice? Back to back. Three. Well, you weren't here. I was. I was here with Jesse. But you were here. We were here with, uh, let me see, um, Monona Grove and Sun Prairie East, Wanakee and Sun Prairie East, McQuanago and Sun Prairie East. Yeah. But our first time with the Owls. Yeah, we get the Wolves tonight, Sun Prairie West. Uh, pretty solid so far this season. They started the season off, what was it, Dennis, 3-0? and Yep, won uh, their first three, and then uh, they they've lost, lost their last three. Milton, then they had to run into the uh, juggernaut back-to-back. Uh, Sun Prairie East and Wanakee got outscored 106-7. to Welcome to reality, guys. But that's why the schedule worked out great. You don't want to have those two teams early get hammered. They were able to get some wins, some confidence. And uh, this is a program that, as Co- Coach O'Connor said, we're not we're a, a good team right now, but we're not a good program because we're just starting. We're starting to find out all the right. little things. And it goes back to the summertime when their weight room, they, they couldn't use their own weight room because the school wasn't finished, and they were going to have to work things around Sun Prairie East. And most teams like to lift early so they can do whatever during the rest of the day. They got their, their lifts in at night. Uh, equipment, they were still hauling equipment over where the first week of practice was going on. The school, they weren't in the school right away on the first. They had to wait a couple of days to get in. So every day there was some kind of a roadblock, and the resiliency of this team is what impresses Coach O'Connor the most. Yeah, and I believe that, and they're looking to be resilient tonight. They've lost four of their last five games. The sole win coming two weeks ago over Beaver Dam, a final of 21-14 to 14 in that one. This team's only scored 28 points over the course of the last month, but... It doesn't matter. It all comes down tonight. You get a win, you're on the bubble. You got a good chance to get in with the tiebreaker over Oregon. Would put both teams at three and four in conference play. Now, for the rules, for those of you unfamiliar in the WIA playoffs, you got to be at least a four-win team in conference play to be guaranteed a spot. Then they'll fill out the rest with the bubble teams. But Sun Prairie West will make a good case, Dennis, if they're able to get the win tonight. Yeah, it works. It works. It'll work out that way. I think uh, you look at all the tiebreakers and everything else you can speculate for the last three weeks but let's see who actually wins the games and then they'll sit down and figure it out for the first time the wa is going to have their own release party and they were hoping to to encourage schools to to get together i know middleton uh, i talked to my editor over there there middleton is doing one um but they're not releasing any information until 10 o'clock tomorrow morning now you can go on and you can figure out okay Here's all the teams and what the records. If you want to go through the night and say, okay, these are the top teams, and we think Wanakee's going to be in Division One. Well, you don't know unless you get access to all the scores, and that's the hardest part for the WA is trying to get those last game scores so they can get all the records and figure it out. You figure out who are the 224 teams in. Then you have to break them down into their seven divisions. Then you have to and. And, okay, now here's the seeds, and it's electronic seeding now. So, okay, we, we've got a, a game schedule for this site. Will that work? Uh, there's bugs and things that happen. And before you release anything, the, my question is, though, is are they going to do this unveiling? Is there going to be a massive surge on the website for people trying to, to, to see what's going on right there? So tech, 
technology-wise, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Jay Wilson is uh, doing the uh, presenting. Um, he's going to be running the show, which nobody better than Jay, I mean, in the state. Good friend of yours, Dennis. I know that. He retired from the, uh, the t- TV business, but as far as being a regular sports director, but he still does, does stuff for the Big Ten Network. And I'm curious to see how the WA is going to handle this and uh, anything you can do to promote the sport. It's and They're going to try to cram all this into one hour. Seven divisions in one hour. Yeah, I don't think so. So uh, it, <laughs> it, it, it's going to be fun to watch. Um, I don't know. Uh, and Bob Brainerd's going to be in it, Travis Wilson. There's one other uh, person I'm not familiar with from northern Wisconsin. I don't have the notes in front of me on oh, that. Oh, Jason but, uh, Zaleski. So, there you go. Yeah, from Jay-Z. Stevens Point, from Stevens Point, Point area. area. Okay, there you go. Your, your turf. Uh, my turf. Uh, yep. Anyway, uh, I, I got to be honest, Dennis. I love the WIA. I love everything they're doing. Don't love this. I, I, I look forward to that Friday night. We did this last year, Dennis. Yeah. You'll remember. It was the final night of the regular season. You and I had a game. We went home. We had our dinner. We sat on each of our couches, respectively. And then the bracket dropped. And you know what? We immediately did call each other. We were, we were game planning, trying to figure out what game we're going to carry each week of the playoffs. Uh, so I, I'm impatient. I'm an impatient guy. With the electronic seatings, I hope they can still release them tonight. Well, doesn't uh, sound like that'll be the case. I'm though. just glad the Badgers don't play till 3 o'clock tomorrow because that'd be an 11 o'clock home game tomorrow. That would be terrible. That would be. And not, because, uh, you know, well, people use their phones for everything now, but still, you know, something like this you want to get the maximum ex- exposure for an uh, afternoon game. And, hey, Badgers, what do you think? They're going to win. All right. Speaking of how teams are going to win, let's get into the Canopy Keys to the Game, brought to you by Canopy Wealth Management, which believes community is everything, and they are constantly working towards the betterment of our community. That's why they partnered with Gilda's Club, the Madison Capitals, kids from Wisconsin, and JDRF. At Canopy, their clients' financial goals are something they're constantly striving to help reach maximum potential, which is why they work solely in your best interest. You define your goals, and they work towards making them happen with their comprehensive financial planning. Go to canopy-wealth.com. That's canopy-wealth.com to get started with Canopy Wealth Management today. And, Dennis, let's get started with the Canopy Keys today with the road team, the Oregon Panthers. All I need to know is uh, Oregon is a wing T, going to run, 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 and Sun Prairie West is a spread. So it's going to be an exciting game from that standpoint. First of all, for the Panthers, fundamentally they have to be, uh, be able to run the ball and control um, the time of possession keep the ball out of the hands of uh, the Cardinals. Of the Cardinals. <laughs> I knew Whoops, I was going to say it once. Out of the hands of the Wolves. Ow. Ow. Uh, two platoon. Uh, Oregon is strictly two platoon. Uh, Sun Prairie West has got to play at least four guys that I'm aware of, including uh, Jay Dane and uh, Ian Ackley are going both ways, so hoping to wear them down a little bit. And then the battle in the trenches again. Um, <laughs> this has got to be the smallest offensive line. Uh, six foot, two hundred pounds is what uh, Oregon averages, and defensively they're not that much bigger, two twenty six. So uh, that I think that that'll be an advantage. But then again, you look over now with the Sun Prairie West Wolves. Um, what's number one? Well, assignment football, right? Okay, the wing T. You have to know what your assignment is. You can't try to help out. That's where you know teams get four, five, six yards. Boom, they break a big one on you. So uh, got to play assignment football. 
establish the run game, which uh, they've been able to do up until the last couple of weeks, and it's been a little bit of a struggle, and then minimize big plays on special teams. Uh, they had a blocked punt against DeForest uh, that led to some points for the Norskis. So, uh, again, it usually comes down to somebody making one up. We saw that in the Verona game. Drop snap on a punt, get it blocked. That was, and then ends up Verona with a touchdown. And here, once again, I love this. You have this whole sign, go Wolves, and they can't break through it. Oh, it just wrapped around the guy in front, which was, uh, which was Brady Rhodes, the quarterback of Sun Prairie West. He ran right through it. Some movie, the replacements, so they come running out. There's somebody put a string across, and the guy trips. And falls and knocks down a whole row of oh, cheerleaders. Yeah. yeah, so that, that's what that looked brutal, like. Brutal, brutal, brutal. He's Dennis Semram, <laughs> Alex Strope, at Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Just moments away from kickoff, but first, got to tell you about the team at Nations Lending Monona, which finds you home financing solutions that are as unique as you are. Whether you're buying your first home, your next home, or refinancing, they've got your back, and they'll act as your personal advocates to inspire the true sense of home ownership. From drinks on the patio to blanket forts in the living room to the smell of backyard barbecues, because that's how they help you home, go to nationsmadison.com to get started with Nations Lending today. Nations Lending, home loans made human. Week 9, the final week of the regular season in the Wisconsin high school football season at Sun Prairie West, hosting Oregon. Big playoff implications on the line. The game is next. You're listening to Zimbraconda's presentation of Brett Mania. Or lose. We're going to walk out of the stadium tonight with our heads held high. That is amazing. Wow. What a game. Oh, my. Unbelievable. One more for the record books. Nothing's going to stop us now. And the buzzer knocks it down. Pick is up. Yes. He made it. Yes. Reverse layup is good with five seconds left. Put six on my staff. First title in program history. Being an in-state kid, everything that I wanted in the school was right at home. Every coach has a toolbox, and every tool is from another coach. Camaraderie, feel to hang out with each other and be together. Takes it all the way for the touchdown, led by a future Badger. I'm very excited for this kid because he is brilliant. What an absolute javelin toss. He's going to throw a jump pass and complete it for the two-point conversion to Hawk. I mean, we can see a lot of offense. Put the explanation point at it. And the buzzer! Wow. It's gone! Oh, my goodness! Do your best. Thank you so much for all you guys do for high school sports. Guys, I got goosebumps. All anybody can ask for. The biggest games, the most compelling stories, the area's best high school sports coverage. This is Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Final time in the regular season. We welcome you to our broadcast booth at Bank of Sun Prairie Stadium. It is about kickoff time. Week 9 of the high school football season right here on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN Madison, the ESPN app, and streaming live video for free over on WisconsinOnDemand.com. Just click that Watch Live tab or search ESPN Madison on YouTube. Alex Strofe here alongside the Dean of Area High School Sports, Dennis Semrau, for one final time in the regular season. Makes us sound like we're not, we're, we're not going anywhere. We'll be here again next week, but it'll just be the playoffs. 
Dennis, here we go. Big one tonight. Sun Prairie West, the first time we get to see them making their Zimbrick Honda Prep Mania debut in their inaugural season, and they can still make the playoffs. They need a win tonight. They need some help, help along the way. But if they win tonight, they, their chances are solid as they'll be 3-4 and four in conference play. Yeah, like uh, the Wolves are kicking off here, so Oregon uh, gets uh, first possession, and uh, we'll see how long, if it's a three and out, or if they can grind it out against this uh, uh, Sun Prairie West defense. Uh, defensively, uh, Sun Prairie West is giving up 187 yards passing a game, 141 yards rushing. It's 329 yards, and you look at what Oregon's averaging, they're only averaging 204 yards a game. 152 rushing and passing, just 52. So um, we see 40 figured out, 97 passes attempted in eight games. Not a lot. Not a lot. Neither of these teams like to uh, like to throw the ball a ton here on a quick return for Jeremiah Rockyad for Oregon, the Panthers, as they work from our right to our left. Uh, on the opening kickoff, returned up to the 18-yard line only. So an interesting starting position for the Panthers. And here we go at 11.53. And it is definitely a night. I mean, coming in tonight, it was dark, cold, crisp. And we're playing on turf field, right? We uh, sure are. And uh, or- Oregon, one of the few schools still with grass, and that will be until their, uh, their, their current uh, custodian retires. And here is a first down handoff. It'll be Caden Schaefer, the opening back. 11 carries coming into this one. He gets his 12th on the year there. Short gain as he works to the right side, but not a ton of room to operate. Just 30 seconds in. Keeps it about second and nine now after a gain of one up to the 19-yard line. For the Oregon Panthers, Cameron Gates, the senior quarterback, will work under center. As you mentioned, Dennis, only throwing the ball 97 times all year, so we'll only see a few passes tonight, we expect, as a three as they work on the offset eye formation. Here's another handoff, left side this time. And that time it is Jeremiah Rockett on the carry. He's been the workhorse, 64 carries, 406 yards coming into this one in a short gain as he works it to the left side. Uh, at least the scoreboard indicates no gain there, Dennis. So yeah. we will stay where we were or make it a third and nine here. Just a minute into this one. Oregon, Sun Prairie West, Oregon. Black helmets, white jerseys, white pants, and the orange trim. Sun Prairie defense, all navy blue. Navy blue helmets, navy blue jerseys, navy blue pants with the light blue, sky blue trim. Here we go. Third and nine now for the Oregon offense. Looking to throw on third down. And they will. Right side falls incomplete, though. Intended for the big tight end, Charles Daganu. And that is a three and out on the opening drive. The clock stops at 10.36 as the punting unit comes out for Oregon. Jeremiah Rockett, the speedy running back, also the punter for this team. Should we mention his name a lot during the game, Jay Dane? Number 34, defensive end. He was first-team all-conference at Sun Prairie last year. Blocked punt here, and that might be a, as Oregon jumps on it, it'll be Oregon football. That's actually a nice gain on a, uh, on a blocked punt <laughs> all the way up to the 38-yard line of Sun Prairie West. Josh O'Connor, the head coach of Sun Prairie West, now on the field right in the official's ear telling them, nope, that's not quite right. It should be Sun Prairie West ball. Now the referees in the striped shirts will 
meet at about the 40-yard line, all four of them discussing after the official ruling that it is Oregon football. We'll see if they reverse the call. No, they'll stick with it. Oregon football at the 37-yard line is the official spot they'll give them. 38 make it. So how does that work out? Is that a 20-yard gain on that? Uh, 19, uh, 19 yards, actually. 19 to the 38. Uh, they'll take that. They sure will. And a fresh set of downs for the Oregon offense, who continues on the field. Now we got a like, or a delay. False, false start or a delay. None or of the officials above. weren't set. Yes, they just weren't set. All right, back to work for the Panthers offense now. Gates under center. Turns around, will hand it off. It's the big back. Max Matthews has a nice hole right side. Tackled center field all the way up to the 43-yard line. Gain of five there for Max Matthews. Math never been my specialty, Dennis. Gain of nine there up to the uh, there we go. up to the 48-yard line. Yeah, talk about the Oregon's lost their last three games, only 14 points on the board in those three games. Trying to score early here in the first quarter. Man in motion, a snap, and a handoff again to Matthews. Matthews, though, taken down by Jay Dane. 34 on 34. There you go. Uh, they, that's incorrect. They gave him a first down. Well, now the chains are just stuck. They haven't even moved the chains. Now the referee waves it forward. It is a first down up to the 49. I'm not sure how that works, though. The ball's marked at the 48. What in the world's going on around here? Uh, just needed one, and that's what they gave him. And the scoreboard says 46. Oh and here, Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on around here. As Caden Schaefer gets the carry, he'll work it right side into the Oregon bench. Nice gain there as he passes midfield. I'm off my juju, Dennis. I think I need to stand up. <laughs> up to the 46-yard line of Sun Prairie West, officially into Wolves territory now for the Oregon offense. So they continue to go to work. They got lucky on a blocked punt that they recovered for a gain of 19 yards. So this drive technically continues. How does that work? You're a statistician. Does that, uh, no, does, did that drive end? Yeah, drive ends and a new one starts here. There you go. Not something you see every day, especially on the first drive of the game. Second and four from the 46-yard line of Sun Prairie West for the Oregon offense. Here's the snap to Gates. Gates hands off once again. Up to the 43-yard line is where that Rockette, Jeremiah Rockett, the junior running back, will take it. Make it third and two. Yeah, Bennett Johnson, 14, and uh, Jay Dane there on the stop. Yeah, Dane's going to be moved around an awful lot on defense. And um, Ackley will, too, uh, he plays um, – primarily middle linebacker, but you've got two playmakers there. And then uh, defensively, the backfield's had, had a pretty good season, too. Once again, the I formation here for Oregon's offense. Man in motion from right to left. The handoff, though, right away to Matthews. And Matthews has a nice hole up the left side of his line. Tackled right on the wolf at the 35-yard line. He'll mark it at the 36. Still on the wolf, though. Right at midfield in between the hashes. Pick up of eight and just grinding it out. That's what you want with the wing tee. Not too many teams play this, so that's another advantage Coach Kissling thought they might have because the Wolves haven't seen a lot of that this year. They would have seen it with Verona in the past, but Verona switched more to a spread this year. 
Eight and a half minutes remain in the opening quarter. And we've got a fumble on the field. Sun Prairie West Electric says they have the football. And? And have not seen an official ruling, but the offenses and the defenses coming off the field. So it will be Sun Prairie West football. At least we can anticipate. And it looked like Dane uh, did get the fumble recovery on it. He was uh, getting a few high fives from his teammates. Well, there you go. And there is your first turnover of the game. Sun Prairie West football now at the 35-yard line in their own territory. 65 yards to go as they work left to right. Out of the gun here for Brady Rhodes, the junior quarterback. Checks his wrist, checks it again. Gets the snap. We'll hand it off on first down. Here's Jay Dane, the son of former Heisman Trophy winner Ron Dane. Playing the same position. Gets a gain of three up to the 38. They just showed his picture on the big screen. It looks like his dad, too. They <laughs> look a lot alike. I asked Coach O'Connor if he was going to carry the ball much this year. He goes, well, you know, he's an all-conference defensive lineman, but he had a little dance move on defense, and and uh, Coach liked it. And then Jay goes, wait till you see me on offense, Coach. <laughs> so <laughs> he was waiting, he's was he been waiting for his turn for three years to carry the ball. Well, here he goes again on second down. He goes right up the gut of the line, past the 40-yard line, up to the 41. Another nice gain there by Jay Dane. Keep the legs moving, fall forward. That's the rules. It's the golden rule. It looked like 56. Uh, Rosman was on the bottom of the pile there. That's a load to fall on top of you. And we have an injury in the Sun Prairie West backfield, so we will keep an eye on that. But in the meantime, we will step aside for 30 seconds. You're listening to Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Here it is. What a great tune. Warren Zavon. Yeah. Unreal. It is Zimbraconda's presentation. I was hoping we'd hear it at least once. Premania. Uh, as we are live from Wolf Country, the Sun Prairie West Wolves. Taking on the Oregon Panthers. Wolves on offense. It is third and four from their own 41. I like it. Cardinals. That's a popular logo in the Wolves. That's when Sun Prairie uh, you know, made that decision to go with the Wolves, I went, yeah, I like that. I think uh, he can do some good things with it uh, from a brand standpoint. And it uh, looks a little bit like Monona Grove uniforms almost. Uh, not quite the silver and blue, right. the silver eagles. But blue versus the uh, red. Uh, but they're not going to play the Cardinals. right? Well, they did they play did the earlier Cardinals earlier this year, right, where you get the uh, Cardinal red. Now, tonight we got orange and black instead. Third and four here out of the gun roads, but first we have motion at the line. Flag does not fly. Going over the middle. Nice catch. Hauled in by the senior Will Davis past midfield into Oregon territory, but now the officials will meet at center field. I thought we had motion. Didn't see a flag, but the Sun Prairie West offense running it back actually there is a flag in front of the oregon bench at the 40 yard line way on the opposite side of the field from where we sit in the press box yes. uh, so this will go back false start against sun prairie west we'll make it a third and nine now that's great diving catch there by uh by davis yeah will davis has had the uh the majority of the receiving touchdowns this year for the sun prairie west team has been five passing touchdowns in total davis has caught three of the five He's also had a few carries in there with six carries this year, so we'll see. Uh, it's a, the great thing about having a new program, don't know where guys can play, and they're going to get a chance to get uh, get some different looks. 
I'm not exactly sure when false start became a seven-yard penalty, Dennis, but it is now third and 11 after it was third and four. That was, ball was at the 41. How does it end up at the, the uh, 33? Oh, well, now they're moving it. Okay. There we go. To the 30, 36 where it belongs. It's been a weird game, Dennis. It has been a weird game, and we're not even halfway into the first quarter. 6.38 to play in the opening quarter. We are scoreless between Oregon and Sun Prairie West. Third and nine now for the Wolves from their own 36. Snap to Rhodes. Rhodes looking to throw here on third down. Will scramble, rolling to his left. Still holds the ball. Will run with it now, running up the sideline in front of the Oregon bench, and he will be dragged down in front of the Oregon bench. Short of the marker, about three yards short. Nice try there by Brady Rhodes, who uh, who has two rushing touchdowns on the air. But no dice there. Makes it fourth down. But another flag in the Sun Prairie West backfield. So actually, this play's coming back. Now we have hold. And they're going to take it, of course. If you uh, notice the uh, Sun Prairie West number, quarterback number one. Same as uh, the starting quarterback for Sun Prairie East. Yeah, that's true. Jerry Kaminsky, Jerry number Kaminsky, one. One of the best quarterbacks in the state, going to North Dakota next year. And uh, last year, Rhodes would not have been able to play because Kaminsky is an all-state quarterback. So Eric Needy, uh, athletic director, now oversees all athletics for the city, said uh, last year we had 22 starters in town. This year we have 44. It's great opportunities for these kids. Sure is. Uh, not so great opportunity, though, is third and 22, which is what the Sun Prairie West offense faces now. Rhodes takes the snap, rolls to his right, throws at the right, hash marks over the middle, and that is caught at the 40-yard line, but still about five yards short of the marker. <laughs> He's pointing like first down. Nope. You're, you're, you're five yards short there, John Hamilton, on the reception. Make it six yards short as they mark it at the 39. <laughs> Like the confidence, though. Got to like it from John Hamilton, the uh, the senior receiver. Oh, picked up 16 on that, but not enough. And uh, who do we have, Pundit, coming in? Yep, but we, Sun uh, Prairie West only has 10 players in their huddle right now. And now another guy's coming off the field. They now have nine in their huddle. Now they're up to 10 in their huddle. Come on, guys. They still only have 10 players on the field, Dennis, unless I'm counting incorrectly. Sun Prairie West has 10 players on the field. That's still 10 players. Right? Yeah, somebody get out. Yeah, the guys are looking like timeout. Yep, and here comes somebody. <laughs> oh, and okay. a, an electrolyte timeout. timeout taken by Sun Prairie West with 4.36 to play in the opening quarter. Prep Mania's timeouts brought to you by Electrolyte, the best beverage for premium hydration if you're working outdoors, exercising, feeling under the weather, or just need a pick-me-up. Electrolyte is the drink for you. Made with glucose as a natural sweetener, Electrolyte uses glucose in order to provide immediate recovery and is packed with more electrolytes than leading hydration drinks. Electrolyte, total hydration for every occasion. We are scoreless between Sun Prairie West and Oregon with 4.36 to play. We have our uh, natural, what do they call the sound people in the business, a gaffer? <laughs> a foley. We have our, we have our on-site foley, Dennis Semron. <laughs> who, who laughs at your jokes more, Dennis? You, you or your you, wife? You sold that. No, she doesn't laugh at my... Uh, we've been married too long. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> she just rolls her eyes, I think. At least that's what my daughter does. So, <laughs> Matt, my son, he gets along. He goes. He gives Dad the 
props. So. There you go. He's on his way down to uh, uh, see some of his gaming buddies down in southeastern Wisconsin tonight. There you go. 4.36 to play in the first quarter. Here's a high snap on the punt for Sun Prairie West. Kick is up. Really good kick into deep into Oregon territory. Oh. Bounce at the 20, the 15, all the way down to the 12-yard line is where it'll be downed by the Sun Prairie West punting unit. Really nice punt there for Orline. Alex Orline, great first name as well. Oh, yes. <laughs> Didn't take you long to get that one in there, did it? No, it never does. <laughs> never does. That was like almost like a pool cue shot. A bing off, off a sideboard, kind of angled to the right. And, <laughs> and a great, uh, great punt for Orline and... Now we've got to go 88 yards for a score. We sure do. 4.25 to go in the opening quarter. Oregon backed up deep in their own territory from their 12-yard line. Here's the handoff on first down. And nowhere to run is a pack of wolves. I know that one. There There to uh, wrap them up. Wolf pack. It's down the street, right? Not too far away, the wolf pack of the east side. Does that still exist? Madison College. Oh, I know what you're saying. I thought you were referring to a... uh, a place adults hang out called the Wolf Pack. I was going to say that did. Uh, don't believe that exists anymore. But nonetheless, or ever did, to be real honest with you, three fifty-five to play. <laughs> I don't know where you're going there. I don't. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what people tell me most of the time, Dennis. I don't know what the heck you're talking about. Oh man, three forty-five to play in the opening quarter. It you remains. Been hanging around Tosh too long. I think so. Second and eleven. Here's a handoff. Good carry here. For Max Matthews behind the right side of his line, up past the 15-yard line, and up to about the 17. Make it a gain of seven as they mark it at the 18, third and four now. Oh, this game's kind of got a feel of what we've been seeing on the pros lately. Thursday night. Last night. Oh, jeez. Ugly the last two Thursdays. And uh, nowhere to go there on third down for the Oregon offense. We'll make it fourth and two up to the 21-yard line is where they get. But Who's that? That was, was that 30 again? Yeah, that was Matthews. I'm going to be honest with you, Dennis. I'm having trouble figuring out the ball carriers. They use like five different guys pretty regularly. And they run almost every play, and uh, Sun Prairie West has been all over it. So there's been about six guys in there every play. Been hard to make out. But nonetheless, uh, Sun Prairie West going to get the football back. Here is the Oregon punting unit out on the field with two and a half minutes to play in the first quarter. Here's the snap. Good snap to Wolf. Or, excuse me, Rockette, excuse me, as the return will happen from the 43-yard line. Here we go. Back to work for Sun Prairie West. Oh, boy, taken down hard at the 40-yard line. Nowhere to run there on the return. For Jonathan, no, not Jonathan Way. Daniel Wilson there on the return. Hey, you mentioned we, uh, uh, Sun Prairie West, got a few basketball players. Actually, most of the returning players for the basketball team from Sun Prairie now East are actually over at West. And uh, Jay Dane might play some basketball this year. He said he was thinking about it. He's a track athlete as well, but. Uh, Jonathan, we keep an eye on that guy. We'll be calling his name a lot this winter. And he's in the backfield right now alongside his quarterback, Brady Rhodes. It's first and 10 from their own 42 for the Wolves' offense, working from our left to our right. 
Here's the snap to Rhodes and a pitch to Wea. Wea will work left side. Nice cut past the 45-yard line, falls forward to the 46. Gain of four there on first down, makes it second and six from the 46. First down marker just past midfield up at the 48 of Oregon as we hit the two-minute mark here in this first quarter. Clock continues to tick here on second and seven for Sun Prairie West. Under a minute 40, under 100 seconds to go in the first quarter. Snap the roads. Looking to throw here on second down. Pressure coming. Pocket collapses. He tucks and runs. Now he'll fling it over the middle. Completion at the 42-yard line. Spins out of a tackle and taken down is Burke Schaefer. Good for a first down. And a flag on the flag, of course. <laughs> Will this be after? Uh, maybe a face mask? We'll find point, out. Pointing at Oregon. But they're walking backwards. Hold. No. <laughs> Another holding penalty. Oh, goodness. Having fun yet? Candyman. <laughs> Good concessions here tonight, I understand. Yeah, they got Cinnabons here and Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Hunter Vaughn is on site with us uh, running our video streamage. You can find it on WisconsinAmand.com. How's the chicken sandwich in about three bites, Dennis, earlier tonight? I witnessed that happen directly to my right. <laughs> three bites? That was it, huh? What's the over-under there, Hunter? Was it three? <laughs> Two and a half. Two and a half, he says. I'll take the under. Oh, boy. So that backs him way up all the way to the 25-yard line. First down marker on the other side of the 50. It is second and 27. How's that for math? Oh, and, Ouch. <laughs> That's a 21-yard penalty. Brady Rhodes scrambling. Rolls to his left. Once again, will tuck and run and goes out of bounds at the 30-yard line for a gain of five. Make it third and 22 for Sun Prairie West as the clock stops with 53 seconds to play in the opening quarter. Yeah, a nice uh, wolf graphic on the scoreboard, and the uh, players get their pictures on there when they do something. I wonder how distracting that is. If coach has to say, if I catch you looking at the scoreboard during the game. That's one of the highlights of the state track meet. Uh, if you ever into that? Oh, yeah, many, down the many finish, times. You look and finish, and you, you see the scoreboard right in front of you. And us reporters are spoiled at the track meet. We get to stand right next to them, right next to the track. Your deep throw here on third down. Oh, it's caught up the sideline deep in Oregon territory. John Hamilton comes through. Yes, All the way up to the 35-yard line, Dennis. And this one he can point. <laughs> it is a first down. It's the biggest play of the game by a mile with 45 seconds to play in the first quarter. Snap to Rhodes, looks left side. Got Hamilton again in front of the Oregon bench past the 30-yard line up to the 29. Good game. They're on first down as Brady Rhodes starting to air it out here at the end of the first quarter. Yeah, up until that play, the longest play, I believe, was that uh, blocked 
one that went down 19 yards downfield. I don't think you needed to start that sentence with I believe, Dennis. That's a fact. <laughs> Second and five now as Rhodes rolls right now, tucks and rolls left. Going to keep it himself. Runs up the sideline, pushed out of bounds short of the marker after a gain of two or three. And that will do it for the first quarter. We remain scoreless between Sun Prairie West and Oregon as we head to the second quarter right after this. It's Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Jay Dane nowhere to run there on third down for the Sun Prairie West offense as we begin and continue this electric ball game. Scoreless as we start the second quarter, and it brings up fourth down at the 29-yard line of Oregon for Sun Prairie West. It's fourth and four. Head coach Josh O'Connor debating with his players whether the offense will stay on the field or not, and it indeed will. So a big fourth down and four coming up now for the Wolves offense as they look to get on the board first. Coach O'Connor said uh, Orline, their kicker, Booted a 45-yarder against Madison West. This would have been a... 46. Yep. Quick screen to John Hamilton on the right side. He's got the first down. Nice catch and run all the way up to the 23-yard line. Nice five-yard gain there as John Hamilton again comes up big for the Wolves of Sun Prairie West. That was a good call. Nice little screen off to the right and just got enough. And the whistles fly before we're even lined up. All right, Dennis, where's your cheat sheet? He just held his arms straight out. What does that mean? A warning. Sideline warning? Yep, sideline warning. Against Oregon. Interesting. Hmm. So the ball doesn't move. Make a first and 10 at the 23, just short of the red zone for Sun Prairie West. Here's a pitch to Jonathan Way, who's got room up the left side, past the 15, all the way up to the 10-yard line as he falls forward. About a 13-yard gain there on first down. And make it first and goal now for the Sun Prairie West offense. Right on the 10. Minute 20 into the second quarter. Longest drive of the game, only the fourth possession, second for, for two teams, sir. Actually, well, there was two possessions after that block punt, so fifth possession of the game. First and goal now. Here's the snap to Rhodes. Handoff again to Wea. Oh. Stiff arm in the backfield, but four Panthers got there. Take him down for the loss at the 15-yard line. Five-yard loss there. For Sun Prairie West. Cameron Hall, the middle linebacker, got first first touch there, was grabbing his jersey. I think he was trying to pull it off pull it out of his pants because by the time he was done he had a handful of it. And uh just stretched that one out. Good pursuit by the uh Panthers defense. The clock continues to run as each team running the ball heavily. Both these teams love to pound the rock. And that is what they've done through about a quarter and three minutes. We are still scoreless. Here's second and goal, but a long drive here. Pass to the end zone. He caught that? 
My goodness, thread the needle, Brady Rhodes, as John Hamilton again puts Sun Prairie West on the board first. Touchdown, Wolves. Through the air. Able to, uh, Rhodes hooking up with Hamilton. Hamilton and Davis, uh, so far the big one-two punch tonight, but Hamilton gets 13 yards. And it's his third touchdown catch of the season. And Rhodes, sixth touchdown pass of the season. Hamilton and Davis have all six. Here's the extra point attempt from Orline. It is up, and it is good. Sun Prairie West, seven, Oregon, zero, with 9.27 to play in the second quarter. Stoughton Health provides comprehensive and compassionate care to the Stoughton community in the entire Madison area. From their renowned sports rehab facilities in Oregon and Stoughton to their ortho team with Dr. Ravel, Stoughton Health can help. Learn more at StoughtonHealth.com. Stoughton Health creating excellence together. 7-0, Wolves over the Panthers with 9.27 to play. We have to reiterate the playoff implications at stake here in this one. Oregon wins. They are in as it is the final week of the WIA regular season. Sun Prairie West with a win. Both these teams will be 3-4 and four on the year in conference play, which put, puts both teams on the bubble. But Sun Prairie West then gets the tiebreaker over Oregon. 10-play, 58-yard drive, 4-52. Time of the drive. And uh, going to the air there for, what is it, uh, completions. Had three completions, four completions on that drive. Road's looking good. Yeah, Rhodes only had 58 completions all year, so four and one drive ain't too shabby for him. As Oregon will now get the opportunity to respond. And all four of those were to Hamilton for 61 yards. Wow. So they found... Uh, Found a way to get the ball in the end zone now. Oregon, which loves to run the football, see if they can grind something out here in their next possession. Here we go. Return starts from the 10-yard line. Right up the gut is where we'll run with it. Cutting right outside at the 25. Up past the 30. Up past the 40. Up, pushed out of bounds right at midfield. Great return there by Evan Miles, the senior D-back. Just what they needed. And they'll mark Great it at the 49-yard line on the Oregon side of the field. So not quite to midfield, just short, as they will start their drive at the 49-yard line. As Dennis said, great field position here for the Oregon Panthers as they look to respond down by a touchdown with 9.19 remaining in the opening half. 39 yards on that return. Now the Panthers have to do something with it to see if they can answer the call here. First and ten. Out of the offset eye formation, a play-action passes. Gates throws right over the middle, falls incomplete. It was intended for Caden Schaefer, but there was four wolves in the area to cover that one up like a blanket. Bring it Brings up second and ten. Yeah, 22 looked like uh, on a breakup up there. Jacob, yeah, Jacob Holland, Holland there yeah. on the coverage. Good eyes, Dennis. Good eyes. Good eye. Sounds like you're saying good day in Australia. Good day. 
There's a handoff to Matthews, who has a nice hole. Cuts left side at the 45-yard line up to the 42. It looks like he'll be just short of the first down marker, but a nice carry nonetheless for Max Matthews, the junior running back. Full name, Maximus. Maximus, yes. He should go by that. That's a tough name. Maximus Matthews. Maximus. Wasn't that one of the... Uh... Here we go. What was the, uh, the characters? Maximus Prime? Yeah. Transformers. There you go. Transformers, yeah. Son used to, he's a big fan of the Transformers. Are you? As Maximus okay. gets another carry. Look at this hole. Up past the 30. Knocks over his own blocker at about the 30-yard line. Ran right into him. But Maximus Matthews there on the big carry. Makes it first down, Oregon, now well into Sun Prairie West Territory. Clock continues to run with eight and a half remaining in the opening half. Prime time. Prime time. Dennis. Look at you with the nicknames. <laughs> they got to call them that, right? Yeah. It was a brick. So yeah, the brick. The brick from Madison Memorial. That's our favorite so far. Prime time's not bad, though. Maximus Prime Time Matthews. Yeah. I think that, uh, that uh, all good athletes like to have nicknames, right? Yeah, they should, and rightfully so. And here's a handoff Ooh. on first down to number 34, Christian Gates, which would be the younger brother of quarterback Cameron Gates. Nice little gain there, gain a three up to the 25-yard line, make it second and seven now for Oregon. Ian Ackley went on the play there for... The uh, Wolves. Another basketball player, right? Yes. Remember that name. A Sun Prairie singular went yeah. on a good run last year. Here's a handoff right up the gut for Oregon, but nowhere to go. Maybe a gain of one up to the 24. One of the best basketball players though, coming back, Darius Chestnut. He got hurt early, was on the football roster, but uh, dropped out then just to concentrate and get healthy for basketball season. He's west or east? Um, he'll be here. He'll be at he west. Was, uh, Chestnut, he had a number of dunks. He was their uh, explosive inside yeah, he player was fun last to watch year. Last year, yeah. So he'll be. Uh, he and we are going to be a really good one-two punch. So you're, over here. you're telling me Sun Prairie West is going to have some ballers. Yep, Chris Davis, new coach over here, former East grad and East assistant, taking over the program. He's got some talent, and and his son too will be a sophomore this year. Here. Here's another short carry for Oregon. Looks like they were able to punch it up to the twenty-yard line, but it will bring up fourth down. Be fourth and two from the twenty-yard line as Oregon on the cusp of the red zone. Where does the red zone begin? Is it the twenty-yard line or the nineteen? Twenty. So are they in the red zone at the twenty-yard line, 20 or are they just outside? Nope, they're right on the red zone. I learn something new every week. That's all I call it. Twenty yards and in. Our well, press box is shaking, Dennis, says the Sun Prairie West fan section going berserk. Here's the handoff. Nowhere to go. Sun Prairie West stops him short. And guess who? Ian Ackley there to bring him down in the backfield for loss. Huge play. Just needed two yards and ended up losing three. So Sun Prairie West will take over on downs with 6.14 to play here in the second quarter. 
It is Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania, of course, brought to you by Zimbraconda. For nearly twenty, for nearly fifty years, rather, Zimbraconda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbraconda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. Visit Zimbraconda today, or go to their website, Zimbraconda.com. Here's a quick screen on first down from Brady Rhodes. He's got Burke Schaefer in the flat here on the near side sideline. As Sun Prairie West now working from our right to our left. Uh, got it up to about the 29-yard line, so a nice uh, four-yard gain makes it second and six. Here's the snap the roads again. Another screen here. This time it's Jay Dane. He's got some space up past the 35, all the way up to the 40 as he falls forward for a Sun Prairie West first down. Thanks for participating, Dennis. Got some hands there. Yeah, for Dane, it was his seventh catch of the season. But yeah, he's only. Uh, only 101 rushes on the season. When you got to go both ways, though, coaches are trying to split him and we up a little bit. Well, there's another carry for Dane, but a three-yard gain. Big drive for the Wolves here. They do get the second-half kickoff. Second and four after the carry by Dane. Rhodes will look to throw here. Rolling to his right, left, rather. He's going to tuck and keep it. Pushed out of bounds at the 47-yard line into the Sun Prairie West bench. As Sun Prairie West continues to drive here. Up by a touchdown. And we have another injury down on the field. Officials timeout. Which gives us uh, a time to take a timeout ourselves. We will step aside at Zimbraconda's presentation of Prepania. Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Rolling on, singing Strofe and dancing Dennis Semrau with you. Live from Sun Prairie West High School, 446 to go. Who's the DJ back there cranking out the tunes for us? Our buddy Ryan Wollersheim is doing a terrific job on the, uh, the music tonight. And keeping us on the air, making us sound good. Hunter Vaughn running the video side of things here at Sun Prairie West. And Alex Gravati here from, from at halftime, uh, our studio anchor tonight here on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. It'll be third and three for the Sun Prairie West Wolves once we get back to action. But speaking of getting back to action, you baseball players out there better get to action. This winter at the GRB Academy, which is baseball for the serious player, GRB Academy offers training programs for players of all ages and skill levels. Find the program that fits your training goals and schedule this fall with position player programs, pitching programs, foot speed and fielding camps, power development camps, and all the in-betweens reach your potential at the 52,000-square-foot state-of-the-art indoor training facility. Visit grbacademy.com for more info. That's grbacademy.com. 4.46 to play, Dennis. Looks like Jack Johnson was just helped off the field. And that was the second time tonight yeah, for Jack Johnson. Starting right tackle. 
believe it was actually Riddle, uh, the right guard that time. Johnson was helped off the field a bit earlier, oh. so the right side of the line They're beat both, up. Both limping over there on the sideline. For Sun Prairie West, here's a pitch. Jay Dane will get it out of the left side, pushing forward just short of the first down marker. Nice stop by the Oregon defense there on third down. Make it fourth and inches with the first down marker right at midfield on the 50-yard line. Oh, man, Dennis, about a foot and a half to go. The referee literally standing with his foot and a half in between. You hear the wolves? <laughs> I didn't know there was a heavy wolf population in Sun Prairie. It's news to me. Ow. You heard that one? Yeah. Fourth and inches here for the Sun Prairie West offense as they stay on the field. Getting ready for Halloween. Rhodes steps under center. Dane in his backfield, but Rhodes oh. will keep a pushing forward. He's got the first down and then some all the way up to the 47. Nice play call for head coach Josh O'Connor. So you can never figure why when you need less than a yard, people do it from the shotgun or they're handing off. The quarterback right there just... Stick your nose in the middle of the pile. That's what he did. Picked up four yards on that one. The junior Brady Rhodes. He'll be back next year. Bet that makes O'Connor happy. Love to have a quarterback more than one year. You just get him broken in and he graduates. Nope. Brady will make an impact next year. And Brady trying to make an impact here, looking to throw on first down. Pocket collapses, flings it right side, but that'll go straight out of bounds into the Oregon bench. 3.29 to play in the opening half. Sun Prairie West still in the driver's seat. It's 7-0 over the Oregon Panthers. A must-win game for Sun Prairie West, but you could view it both ways as a must-win game. This is a playoff atmosphere. You know, so if you don't make it, and then teams that don't make the playoffs, they do have the option of scheduling one game against somebody else who's not in the playoffs. Really? Yeah. So if they want to get one more, for if they got a younger team or they want they want a lot of, a lot can, of we, can we can we sponsor a bowl game? The ESPN Madison Bowl. We, we, Jesse and I talked about that a couple of my years ago. My goodness, I just had yeah. the best idea of my career. It's second and ten now for Sun Prairie West. I'm all re-energized. Rhodes trying to throw again, and he'll do the same thing. Throws it right out of bounds as he had three Panthers in pursuit. Say that five times fast. Brings up third and ten. Three Panthers in, in pursuit. Three Panthers in pursuit. <laughs> Struggling, S2. aren't you? S2. <laughs> Panther paws. What? Who gets the Panther paw of the week? Yeah, they always have these awards and put little th- little things on their helmets, little Panther paws. You, do you think teams that don't make the playoffs will actually schedule another game? There are. Sock Prairie did that a couple years ago. They didn't win a game, and they were hoping to get one win, so they scheduled one more. Here we go. They nice dump off over the middle from Rhodes to Ackley as he's brought out of bounds at the 34-yard line. So that's good for a first down. Third down conversion. Another one. Or as DJ Khaled says, another one for Sun Prairie West up to the 34-yard line. Ackley averaging 13 yards a catch coming in. And, and uh, guess what he got there? Good. He got 13. He got 13, yep. Another nice long drive here. Running clock. You're perfect to run like for another four or five plays, punch it in and get the ball back to start the second half and take control. That's what the Wolves want to do. But Rhodes looking to throw here on first and ten. He's going to fling it deep. Almost intercepted, falls incomplete. John Hamilton wanted pass interference, but he doesn't get it. Make it second and ten with 3.12 to go in the opening half. You can beg, but wasn't going to happen on that one. 
Second and ten. Out of the gun, three receivers right. Rhodes looking to throw. It's a quick dump off to Dane out of the backfield. He's got a lot of blockers up the right side. Past the 30, up past the 25, and past the first down marker up to the 23-yard line. Nice catch and run there by the senior backer, Jay Dane. Trips right there and just uh, pushed the defenders down the field. Dane got the ball in space and trying to tackle. Uh, what's he, about 240? 235. Six, Good guess. Yeah, 235. That's a lot to try to bring down an open space, so made the most of it. Dennis, we'll hear a bunch from our uh, scoreboard update at the half with Alex Gravatt, but i got to give you this one quick. Columbus, 8-0 on the air, taking on 1-7, and seven, New Glarus Monticello. They've got a running clock one minute into the second quarter. It's 35-0. Oh. 14 minutes to play in the opening half. Well, technically, they can't start the running clock until the halftime. Well, that means Gravatt so lied can, to me. Blame him. They can, they can, they can pile it on. Make it second and eight now after a two-yard gain up to the 21-yard line. Scoreboard operators got to step up their game here, Dennis. A two-yard gain does not make it second and seven. Yes. <laughs> uh, but we love all of our workers. Obviously, we need them. Just giving them a hard time. Here's the second down snap as Rhodes will hand it off on the reverse here. It's Davis. Davis takes it up the left sideline, but nowhere to go. Pushed out of bounds right at the 23, the original line of scrimmage. So according to the scoreboard operator's math, it's third and nine, but it's third and ten. All right, I'm done. I'm yeah, done. Evan, Mile, <laughs> Evan Miles right there stretched that one out and uh, nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. 90 seconds to go in the first half of action. Sun Prairie West still up 7-0, to zero, and it's third and ten deep into Oregon territory, but we get an electorally timeout. For Sun Prairie West. 7-0, 93 seconds to play in the opening half. Hey, big trailers and big opportunities over at Stoughton Trailers. In their 60th year, Stoughton Trailers has built a heck of a lot of trailers. And their customers, well, they want more. Join a winning team with immediate openings at new higher pay rates on both first and second shift at all three of their locations. Broadhead, Evansville, and Stoughton. Assemblers, forklift drivers, welders, and more. Go to stowjobs.com. That's S-T-O-Jobs. Dot com, Stoughton Trailers, big trailers, big opportunities. What do you think, Dennis? 7-0, quickly paced ball game? Yeah, this is, uh, I like the way Sun Prairie's been able to move the ball, you know, mixing things up a little bit. And uh, this is where a team that runs primarily like Oregon starts to get a little bit of trouble. You need a lot of time to be able to move down the field, and right now, they have not been able to get much going against these this uh, pack of wolves. Pack of wolves, as they say in Ireland. Wolf, wolf pack. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Third and ten now. Sun Prairie West offense back on the field. Rhodes out of the gun. Allen in his backfield. Or Jay Allen Dane, rather, in his backfield. He'll throw right side. Down. Oh, Davis had it. And it's popped out. Nice defensive play by the Panthers. Break, make it fourth and ten from the 23. Be a 40-yard field goal try if that's the direction they opt. And it will be as Alex Orline makes his way onto the field, the kicker. That was uh, Miles again. He stuck him on that one. Uh, don't blame him for not being able to hang onto the ball. Uh, he got hit right about the rib cage. Ball popped out. 
Luckily, it wasn't picked off uh, from the Wolves' standpoints. Now, you get the try field goal. Swanson, the holder or line, the kicker. It's a 40-yard attempt from the left hash. Here's the snap. Ball down. Kick up. And... Oh. No. Kick is no good. Wide right. wide right. Just wide right. Good attempt there by Alex Orline, but no dice. As Oregon gets the football back down, a touchdown with 83 seconds to play in the first half. Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Alex Strofe, the Dean Dennis Semrau, hanging out with you live from Bank of Sun Prairie Stadium. That's a 15-play drive, but not quite. Not quite enough there. Not quite enough. I'll but tell you what is enough, though. That's Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, Madison's home for craft drinks and pub food since 1994 with four locations in the Madison area. It's easy to enjoy one of Madison's favorite traditions since 1994. Visit greatdanepub.com for specials and locations near you. Go ahead, Dennis. Uh, Mondays. Mondays, the Great Dane Huddle, driven by Metro Kia. And where are you going to be this Monday? Uh, I am off this Monday. What? What? I took a day off, Dennis. Good for me, right? Yeah. <laughs> going up to Green Bay. I was going to say, you're going to sleep all day or what? I don't know yet. There's the handoff on first down. Uh, see. To Max Miss Matthews. Gain a two up to the 22. Prime time. Clock continues to run. 60 seconds to go. Oregon does have all three timeouts if they want to use them. But not really running the hurry up here as we go under a minute. Gates, Cameron Gates, the quarterback under center, will take the snap. Once again, a handoff. It's a trick play, a double handoff. This time it's Caden Schaefer, who's got room up the right sideline, past the 30, past the 40, and pushed out of bounds into Wolves territory up at the 47-yard line. Caden Schaefer. Came out of the wide receiver spot in a reverse. It was a double handoff of sorts. And that's a big gain. Busts it wide open up to the 47. Clock stops with 44 seconds to go. 28 yards on that one. Knocked out of bounds there by Wea. And now you think, okay, you got uh, timeouts to use, all three. We'll hand it off again. Oh, no, what is going on here? Who has the football? There was tackles all over the field. What happened? All right, we Jeremiah Rocket got the got the hand up, but we have a holding penalty. Nonetheless, that'll bring it back. As Scooby Doo says, "Rock row, Raggy." Ruby, who's your? I don't know if you were just having a stroke. Ruby, Ruby, or if you're doing a Scooby Doo impression. Yes, Ruby. I love Scooby. Is that your favorite cartoon? Oh, Scooby's one of my favorites, yes. One cartoon for the rest of your life. What are you watching? Anything animated. Wow, if I just think about that, as I go way back. Coming up in our Zimbraconda's uh, presentation of Prep Mania Halftime gotta, Show, Dennis Semrau's power be, rankings of the best cartoons. It's got to be Scooby. Love Scooby. Ruby Row. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Dan Kissling, the head coach of Oregon, saying as we've got a first and 23. Here's the handoff to Maximus Matthews. Short gain up to the 44-yard line. Tackled by number 44, Ian Ackley. 
And the clock continues to run. And I believe that will do it for the first half. As Oregon just looking at the clock with five, four, three, two, one. And we go to halftime. Sun Prairie West 7, Oregon 0. Exciting ball game. Still a close one as we head to the half. Coming up at the half, a rundown of some of the scores going on in the area with our buddy Alex Gravatt back at the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. Dennis and I will recap what happened in the first half and preview what's to come in the second half. That's all still ahead at Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. I'm absolutely electric on the board tonight. I'm Alex Gravatt. This is Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 and Wisconsin On Demand. That's right. You could be watching this game live in all of the wild and crazy action that's going on on the field as Oregon is down visiting Sun Prairie. Sun Prairie winning this game 7-0 to at the half. Let's take a quick rundown of our local games. Janesville Parker at Madison LaVolle with eight minutes left in the second is up 20-0. Janesville Parker making a, a statement that they belong in the playoffs today. And then we've got Verona at Madison West. Verona just running all over Madison West. Uh, 14-0 was the last I've heard. We haven't had a recent update, though. In the Capital Conference, Lakeside Lutheran, 7. Madison Edgewood, 7. These two teams, both 4-2. and two. It is an excellent game today. And we will have more on this game coming up after the half. And then as we stay within the conference, Lodi at Lake Mills. We're looking for that score. Would love to get it from you. Tweet at us if you are at that game. Text us if you know the score. 844-770-3776 or at ESPN Madison on Twitter. And then New Glarus Monticello at Columbus. Columbus, it's not even close. 35-0. to You heard them talk about this at as soon as halftime ends there they will be on a running clock it's not quite half in that game yet though in the bachelor large conference oregon at sun prairie west that's the game we've got sun prairie west up seven to zero in a tough defensive battle it is an absolute onslaught here just hitting each other left and right watertown at milton milton up 20 to zero shout out waterton student section for tweeting us the entire time and then wanakee 21 Beaver Dam, zero. Badger Small Conference, we've got Monona Grove up 21-0 over Fort Atkinson. Badger Crossover, Sun Prairie East, 28. Stoughton to zero. And then we've got the Monroe Cheesemakers doing cheesemaker things. They're up 35-0. And McFarlane is up 14-0. Other games in the area, McGuanago up 7-0 on Waukesha West with about 10 minutes left in the second quarter we'll be back after this in just a moment but i do want to thank stoughton health for bringing this scoreboard update to us nobody plans on getting injured but when you do you need help to get back on track the stoughton health has a rehab location in stoughton and oregon so it's easy and convenient for your recovery learn more at stoughtonhealth.com stoughton health creating excellence together when we come back we'll have a live look at the Dodgers-Padres game. This is Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. 
We are back with Prep Mania tonight, but we're going to take a special look. The Dodgers, no, the Padres just scored the first run of the game, and they've got someone on first and third with two outs. We now join the Padres-Dodgers coverage live. Andrew Haney already up in the pen for the Dodgers. Gonsolin kicks the livers. Swing and a miss. Yeah, with Cronenworth on first, and you have him up against the ropes, he's now focused so much on Myers. Great chance to just steal a base while he's focusing on trying to get the big out here at home. Gonsolin comes set, and the pitch. Check swing, and a ball in the dirt. He went. Cronenworth scrambles to second on the wild pitch. And now two are in scoring position with a count on two. And they had no interest in even throwing that ball. If there was a play, it was a tough hop. And in the block, he tried to pick it up and just decided no chance of throwing it. Don't want to risk throwing it to center field, nor do you want to see Machado waltz home from third. 0-2 on Myers. Gonsolin ready. Gonsolin fires in the dirt. Will Myers battled injury this year. One thing he can do is crush a fastball. And you could expect that Myers is going to see a steady diet of splitters and stuff that spins. But the risk is I could end up in the dirt. The one-two. Swing and a miss. Struck him out. And Gonsolin able to get Myers. But the Padres strike first, end of one. It's San Diego one, and the Dodgers nothing. This is the National League Division Series on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app, presented by AutoZone. Milwaukee man led a fairly decent life, made a fairly decent living, had a fairly decent wife. She killed him, uh, so she Now they're shopping for a fairly decent afterlife. The world is coming. Got me. A Milwaukee man had a fairly decent wife, she killed him. That's what those lyrics just said. Anyway, uh, it's Simbraconda's okay. presentation of Prep Mania. <laughs> the heck? Oh, man. Um, uh, well, I, I'm, I'm flabbergasted. I'm a little befuddled over here, Dennis. 7-0, to <laughs> Sun Prairie West in front of Oregon. Give me some ACDC. I need to wake up <laughs> after that. <laughs> Sorry. 7-0, <laughs> Sun Prairie West in front of Oregon as we get you ready for the second half. A lot of runs in this game, Dennis. A lot of running. <laughs> uh, 158 yards offense for Sun Prairie West. 62 for Oregon. So not exactly lighting up the scoreboard, are we, in this one? But this is like play, playoff football. Every, uh, every play counts. You know, these teams want to get to the postseason. And I do not – most coaches don't have that 10th game in mind if they don't make the playoffs – Monday equipment check-in. That's another thing. Talking to uh, Coach O'Connor, he said, "Yeah, I can't believe it. Will be all these other things like exit interviews and things that you don't 
Right. He's he doing track. And he, by the way, he will. Uh, he is planning to help out with the track team. Does not want to coach it. They don't have a head coach yet. I think the administration wants him to take it. He's a smart man by saying no. Remember, not well, this Mike year. Harris did that a few years back at Madison Memorial, and he said one year, and my wife told me that's it. Well, she let him because of the pandemic, right. and he didn't have football that year. But you no, know, all these sports are year round, and when you come in, you have your first child, you're starting a new program, and uh, he likes to do the the. You like the, the connection between football and track. You want to get those athletes out. And a lot of these football players that might not have done track before, the coach will be encouraging them during their exit interviews. You can bank on that. Very, very good. 7-0 uh, to the score in the first half. Dennis, low-scoring affair, but crucial game for both these teams. Oregon gets a win tonight, Dennis. They are in. Certified, verified spot in the WIAA playoffs. If Sun Prairie West wins, both of these teams will become on the bubble as neither of them will reach the necessary four wins in conference play. Both of them will be three and four in conference play, which puts them on the bubble, gives Sun Prairie West a little bit of the advantage over Oregon, but it, defend, it depends on how the divisions shake out as well. Yeah, and then you look at your non-conference games. Oregon uh, beat uh, Stoughton week one and then lost to, uh, uh, who did they lose to week number two? Can't uh, can't read my Waukesha. Uh, can't, can't you can read your own handwriting. Your own you want handwriting. me to give you a hand there? Where am I looking? Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Dennis, it looks like that says wet gut. <laughs> uh, I have no idea what that is. Hope your gut's dry, <laughs> pal. For second game. It's not raining here, so I hope your gut's That's dry. That's what it's called. It depends on bleed. Uh, and then you look <laughs> at what uh, Sun Prairie West, their, their two wins were against <laughs> Madison East and Madison West teams that have won a combined two games so when you, when you get into the tiebreaker one is what is the record of the teams that you beat and if you can get an upset in there uh you know like mcwanago beating sun prairie that's a good you know that's a good non-conference sure. win for them if they're looking at a tiebreaker and they got beat last week would you believe that after we, we saw them week two no kidding running up the, not the score that was a game of 100 points for two teams combined right that seems like uh, a decade ago 100 points and maybe we might get to 21 in this one i don't know fair enough seven zero about 30 seconds away from the start of the second half oregon team wide meeting in their end zone sun prairie west jotting onto the field as they will have the return here up a touchdown to kick off the second half of action my name is alex strofe alongside the dean of area high school sports dennis semrau Ryan Wollersheim, our executive producer tonight. Alex Gravatt, the studio anchor who you heard from a bit there at the half. And Hunter Vaughn, our technical advisor uh, here on site at Sun Prairie West High School running our video stream side of things. Chuck Stanger, our statistician tonight here on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Getting ready for second half action from Sun Prairie West High School. We ready. Uh, one of the things I was talking to Coach O'Connor about this uh, week is how do you build culture in a team? And uh, one of the things they did this year was took 55 kids to an Army National Guard leadership camp. Wow. Part of it was in Camp McCoy. 55, you said? 55 of the, from freshmen to seniors, some of the leaders through all the, those four classes. And they ran a challenging course, uh, then used four of their contact days during the summer. 
But uh, and then some seven on seven. Those are popular leagues now too. They sure are. During that about it, yeah, just trying to get the kids out, and, uh, and then there's nothing like uh, a road trips, you know, the bus trips and and uh, hanging out for meal pregame meals. Here's the kick, a little bit of a pooch kick, as Dennis likes to call it. Return from the 15-yard line. Here we go for Davis, working at left side. Spinning at the 27, up and puts the ball down at the 29-yard line. Nice return there from the senior, Will Davis. Yeah, nice tackle there by, it looks like, Trevor Barlow, 24. Yeah, Will Davis wrapped up there around the legs like the senior banner wrapped him up during the pregame entrances as he ran through the created Seniors, this is your night graphic that the Sun Prairie West Wolves tried to run through. It didn't rip. It just wrapped around Will <laughs> Davis like a towel. Every time we've come here, it's uh, they've had something like that. They need the to maybe it. think about changing up their um, their construction paper purchases. <laughs> uh, we see assistant coach for Sun Prairie West, Chelsea Elt, coming out from the locker room a little bit late. She was the honorary ESPY winner from us at ESPN Madison a bit earlier this year, the wide receivers and defensive backs coach for this Sun Prairie West team in their opening season. Short gain there on first down, actually rather a short loss there in the backfield as Jonathan Way is taken down in the backfield. Yeah, just lost one in that one. That was the other thing when you talk about new, uh, you know, more players with opportunities, more coaches with opportunities. A lot of the coaches from the Sun Prairie uh, program stayed with the East program. So brand new staff here and uh, four wins that first season, you know, coming into this game. Outstanding job. Outstanding job indeed, including the first three, Madison East, Madison West, and Watertown, their first three victories. That's the last time an expansion school started their football season 3-0. and I bet that's rare territory. Speaking of rare territory, look at Jay Dane go up past the first down. A flag flew early in that one. Might be holding uh, against Sun Prairie West. That's but a Jay Dane on a 13-yard carry there up the right side sideline. And it is indeed it is holding. holding. They call me a psychic for a reason, Dennis. It's a nice tackle there by Ty... Uh... Zoranek was able to bring Dane down as he was tiptoeing up the sidelines. Just a little over a minute into this third quarter. And another long, long play in this game after a slew of penalties. It's second and 19 all the way back at their own 21. So Dane gets two yards on that carry and then a 10 yards penalty from the point of impact. And Digging themselves a hole here early. No kidding. And Rhodes will look to throw here on first down. Right over the middle. Got a man at the 25, but nowhere to run after that. It's Ryan Swanson, the backup quarterback on the reception. Also plays some wide receiver. Don't think he got anything on that one, looks like. That 21-yard line, no gain. Make it third and 19 now, just two minutes into this third quarter. Clock continues to run after the completion. Snap the Rhodes out of the gun. Two receivers left, one right. He drops back looking to throw. Rhodes to his left, still looking. Will throw up top for Ackley. Ackley reels it in past the 45-yard line. He's tied up no, with an Oregon defender. They call it an interception as they're still fighting over the football. We what are. a pick by Seth Nade. 
Is that we uh, number twenty? Yeah, Nade. That's a three uh, three year starter inside linebacker. And Ian Ackley wow. is furious over that one. And the refs now shooing Sun Prairie West off the field. You can hear the Wolves faithful. <laughs> oh. And I don't think that's what they're saying. I think it's more boo. <laughs> and they yep. will officially rule at Oregon football. Listen to the Wolves faithful. Not happy at all on that one. Those actually came down with it, but Nade uh, stole it away from him. Wow. Beautiful interception by Seth Nade. I mean, he covered him like a blanket. I thought Ackley made an incredible catch, but not quite. They'll overrule that. It's Oregon football at the Sun Prairie West 48 down a touchdown. 7-0 to remains the score. 9.38 to play in this third quarter. Out of the uh, under center, Gates will hand it off. Here's Jeremiah Rockett bursting onto the seams like a rocket. Nice gain there on first down up to the Sun Prairie West 43-yard line. Tackle. Make it second and five, gain of five. Tackles by Jay Dane there. He it's, lines up on the left. He lines up in the middle. He lines up on the right. Josh O'Connor still in the ear of an official there, Dennis. Is he is not happy over that interception call. Remind, reminiscent of the inter-touchdownception uh, between the Seattle Seahawks oh, and the Green Bay Packers back still, in the day. Still a sore point. And uh, carry there. Davis comes up with a tackle, and that was number four. Yeah, it was Rockette again, but no, yep. no gain there on second down. Makes it third and five. Nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. The Sun Prairie West Wolves. What rhymes with hide? <laughs> third and five. Looking to throw here is Gates. Gates will throw right side. Pass interference. Oh, Daganu got decked defensively in coverage was Jacob Holland, the junior cornerback, and he just ran over Daganu. That's going to be a first down for Oregon. There was three penalty flags on the field. Every referee saw that one. I'm going to mark that from the 43, so that's not at the point of impact it's a 15-yard penalty a 28 and a first down by penalty first down and this is crucial for oregon to get this turnover and be able to punch it in here yeah they've got to capitalize they've got to capitalize first and 10 now from the 28-yard line of sun prairie west here's the handoff to maximus matthews but really nowhere to go there might be a gain of one up to the 27, and it sure will be. Gain of one, make it second and nine. Yeah, Jack Augustine was there in on the tackle. And uh, four minutes into the third quarter now, eight minutes yeah, remaining. 52. Jack Johnson. Nope. Let's see a 52 there for the Wolves. Hand off to Matthews, wrapped up in the backfield. Hello, Jay Dane. Says, yeah, you're not going anywhere. Loss of a yard, make it third and 11 now, back at the 29-yard line. 
And now our press box once again shaking. Thanks to the electric Sun Prairie West crowd. <laughs> you want shaking be on where they are, our stats booth uh, when they do jump around on Saturdays. Hope Another nice. little trick play with the football is Caden Schaefer. We've seen this one before. He'll be pushed out of bounds into the uh, first down marker. He's going to be short, though. Four down territory. It's got to be. Got to be. I agree. And the offense won't even flinch. They'll stay on the field. And we're going to get marked at the 22. So seven. That's fourth and four now. That's, that's a good pickup on third down. If opens up your options here a little bit. Ball on the 23. First down marker at the 19. Gates under center, looking to throw. We'll fling it left side. Got a man. Did the ball pop out? Pop yes, it did. Incomplete. incomplete pass. Turnover on downs. Clock stops at 7:01, and it is Sun Prairie West football deep in their own territory. That was intended for, I think, 23. Caden Schaefer. Well, this one should uh, make Coach O'Connor. <laughs> Not that he was <laughs> going to be pleased with the officials on that previous call. No kidding. But uh, able to hold him to 26 yards. Keep him out of the end zone. Ooh, you hear that, Dennis? Yes. The Wolves faithful love doing that. Here we go. Brady Rhodes looking to throw on first down. We'll just get rid Not of it as the pocket quickly collapsed. Nice pressure there. By number 45, Grant Wolinak. Make it second and 10 for the SP West offense. If you uh, realize that uh, the only time the Sun Prairie uh, West Wolves are on this field are in game day. And it's a point that they feel like all their games are away games. Uh, they have... Uh, Two grass practice fields and a turf field at the new high school. Wow. So they practice on the, the turf field over there. He said it takes 10, 15 minutes to bus everybody over here, then back afterwards. So uh, they just come here in game days. Interesting. Here's a quick screen for Jay Dane, the running back, but he's brought down at the 24-yard line. Makes it third and long. 24, uh, Trevor Barlow with a nice tackle there. Came in leading... The team with 88 tackles, nine for loss this season at linebacker. Wow. I like uh, Dane being able to catch the ball in the backfield there. He's got good hands. Six and a half now to go in the third quarter. It's third and nine. Here's the snap to Rhodes. Rhodes looking to throw. Got a man there left it side. It's Hamilton. Hamilton. Drag down whistles. Flew, blew, though, excuse me, at the 34-yard line. So thanks to forward progress, it's a Sun Prairie West first down yep needed nine got 11 on that one nice little curl pattern there in the right in front of the wolves bench you better catch it right when you're right in front of your coaches right no kidding as Rhodes looks right side there he is again John Hamilton's got the ball running up the right sideline past the 40 up to the 44 yard line it'll be a nine yard gain there on first down make it second and short Hamilton definitely becoming his go-to receiver here. No doubt about it. He's had several receptions tonight. 
came in with 13. Hard to believe he came in with yeah, only that's, 13. That's, those are the stats I had as well, Dennis. Yeah, and, I'm not sure how accurate those are. I have a hard time believing he only had 13 receptions, given that he's probably got at least half that tonight. He had four in the drive, uh, their scoring drive earlier for 61 yards in the first half. Yeah, they actually good enough for a first down. Oh, they did mark it a first down. It's a first and 10 from the 40. And a first down handoff to Jay Dane. Breaks the tackle at the line of scrimmage. And is pushed back. Play whistle dead after a short game there for Jay Dane. The son of 1999 Heisman Trophy winner Ron Dane. I can't believe it's been that long. Yeah. Yeah, that's a name that uh, older brother sisters were one of key athletes. Second and 10 from the 40-yard line. 44-yard line, rather. Pass over the middle. Oh, slips through the hands of Hamilton. Taps his helmet a few times in frustration as the clock will stop with 4.55 to go in the third quarter. Well, that's when you can't let get away here. Right now, uh, Wolves moving the ball down the field, little by little here. Running clock. That's... Uh, Natural running clock. Just keep it moving, but you know, complete pass stops it. Third and ten. Big play here for the Wolves offense. Up by a touchdown. It's still 7-0. to zero. Sun Prairie West over Oregon. Brady Rhodes looking to throw. Will over the middle. Got Hamilton. Oh, man, he was right at the first down marker. Where are they? Mark it. They'll call it good for a first down. Yeah, it looked like he got about a step or two behind it. Came back for the pass, caught it, and then uh, was driven back. But the referee uh, made sure he gave him his forward progress, which was to the 45. Make it first and 10 at the 45. Another one needed 10, got 11. So they're just getting what they need here. Here we go, first and 10 as they continue to drive. Do the Sun Prairie West Wolves taking a lot of time off the clock while they do it. Four and a half to play in the third quarter. Snap the roads. Pitch to Dane. Dane will work left side. Nice hole past the 45, up to the 44 where he's dragged down. Really good follow through on the tackle there by Trevor Barlow. Yeah, Travis Funderburg. 230-pound sophomore defensive tackle. Uh, another uh, Panther that was in on the play. Take it second and nine as we go under four minutes here in the third quarter. Clock continues to tick. Snap the roads. Drops back to throw. We'll fling it right over the middle of the oh. field over through Hamilton by a good 10 yards. Nobody in the vicinity makes it. Third down. Hey, UW Credit Union's online and mobile banking goes above and beyond with top-rated service and security that exceeds industry standards. Explore innovative and intuitive ways to manage your money anytime and anywhere. UW Credit Union's in-house team of engineers and developers create digital banking solutions designed for you. Learn more about UW Credit Union on their website, uwcu.org. Third and nine for the Wolves of Sun Prairie West. Snap. Dropping back to passes Rhodes. Got a man. It's Ackley past the 40-yard line. Taken out of bounds at the 36, which is a yard short of the marker. 
Marker at the 35 makes it fourth and one. Don't think he was going to get that one away from him. <laughs> yeah, after that uh, inter- interception a bit earlier, as he got tied up with a Oregon defender. Fourth and one, offense stays on the field. Rhodes moves under center, will do what he did earlier, trying oh. to push forward. Good stand by the Oregon defense. What will the call be? Oh, oh they, they stopped, stopped him. Great stand by the Panthers defense. Turnover on downs. So one for each. One stand for both the defenses here in the third quarter. They talk about a big opportunity for the Oregon Panthers. There's also big trailers and big opportunities over at Stoughton Trailers. In their 60th year, Stoughton Trailers has built a heck of a lot of trailers, but their customers, yeah, they want more. Join a winning team with immediate openings at new, higher pay rates on both first and second shift at their Broadhead, Evansville, and Stoughton locations. Assemblers, forklift drivers, welders, and more. Go to stowjobs.com. That's stojobs.com. Stoughton Trailers, big trailers. Big opportunity. 3.26 to go in the third quarter. Oregon football at their own 36. Here's a first down handoff to Rocket. And look at that carry by Rocket. All the way up to the 44-yard line, about a yard and a half short of the first down marker. Just past the 45 is where the marker is. Game made on that one. Again, the wing tee. They've been able to get some yardage rushing, but not enough to string any long kind of drives together tonight. Here's the snap. Another handoff here. It's Maximus Matthews, and Matthews truds ahead all the way up to the 49 past midfield. There's your first time, carry. There it is, by Maximus Primetime Matthews. More like Maximus Prime Time Matthews. The enunciation is important, Dennis. (laughs) Primetime, primetime. First and 10 at the 49 of Sun Prairie West now. Snap the gates. He'll look to throw here, and he's going to... Throw it way downfield. Falls incomplete. Intended for Caden Schaefer. Clean play downfield. Make it second and ten with 2.16 to go in the third. Nope. Comes up looking for a call, but you're not going to get one on that play. And double coverage there, but not able to pull it down. Yeah, make it second and ten now. Oregon's got to respond, Dennis. Down by a touchdown all game long. Still 7-0 with two minutes left in the third. Here's a handoff. Christian Gates, the younger brother of the quarterback, Cameron Gates, there on the carry. But not a lot of room to go. I don't know that he was even on the field, Dennis. I think the PA announcer lied to us. Uh-oh. Oh, sure he was. There he is. Never mind. Disregard. <laughs> Should stop doubting people, shouldn't I? I'm too judgmental for this. It's a gain of five. Make it third and five. Is that Jim's job? Yeah, ain't that the truth. Jim Rutledge. 
Rutledge and Hamilton with you here weekdays 2-4 to four on 100.5 ESPN. Third and five now. Gates under center. We'll hand it oh. off this time to Matt. He was taken down hard. Nice stand by the Sun Prairie West defense. Kamoy Brown all up in his face. Makes it fourth and five. Took his legs right out from under him. But, again, four down territory. Pick up one looks like a little bit more than that. And the punting <laughs> unit out. <laughs> Good time for a fake here, Dennis. Started on the 45. It's on the 43. And we went from one to zero to no gain now. Um, but anyway, they're going to punt. Rocket Punt is up. I thought he was going to run with it. Here's the bounce at the 15, the 10, the 5, and into the end zone. Good uh-huh. effort there by Oregon, but unable to kick it back out. Thomas Lyon in pursuit, but no dice there. 42 seconds to go in the third quarter. Sun Prairie West will take over on offense. It's Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. We are brought to you in part by... Canopy Wealth Management, which believes community is everything, and they are constantly working towards the betterment of our community. They are constantly striving to help reach maximum potential, the financial goals of their clients, which is why they work solely in your best interest. You define your goals, and they work towards making them happen with their comprehensive financial planning. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started with Canopy Wealth Management today. 42 seconds left in the third quarter. Sun Prairie West on offense. It's first and 10 from their own 20. Here's a first stand screen. Left side to Ian Ackley. Ackley breaks a tackle at the 25. Breaks another one at the 27. And finally pushed out of bounds at the 35. Lower the shoulder and just keep a run. And does Ian Ackley good for a first down. Up to the 35-yard line. Pick up a 15, and that's a good way to start a series here. Yeah, looking to extend this 7-0 to lead they've been hanging on to for quite some time now. Here's the snap, the roads, and a pitch this time to Jonathan Weah. Wea will work right side. He was in the sideline to his advantage. The speedy Wea gets pushed out of bounds near the first down marker out at the 45-yard line. We'll see where they mark it just short at the 44. Nice carry there on first down by Jonathan Wea, the senior back. And that run certainly puts him over 300 yards on the season at 289 coming into this one. Clock stopped again, 25 seconds now. Hey, he just stops for the marker. I think he got out of bounds, though. Uh-huh. Yeah, just got it. And an electrolyte nope. timeout taken on the field by Sun Prairie West. We'll take one right alongside with him. You're listening to Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Continue our coverage from Sun Prairie West High School. The Wolves up 7-0 over the Oregon Panthers. 
Good airtime there for Ryan Wollersheim if you're listening on our video stream. Nice appearance, Ryan. Nice job. 25 seconds to play in the third quarter. 7-0. Wolves in front of the Panthers. Here we go. Second and one for the Wolves at the 45-yard line. Here's a handoff. Just laying his head down and pushing forward is Jay Dane. And he got it good for the first down up past the 45-yard line. And that's a good chance for me to subtly remind you. It's a one-touchdown game. If you want to watch the conclusion of this one, if you're listening on the radio side, go to WisconsinOnDemand.com or YouTube. Search ESPN Madison where you can watch along with us. Hunter Vaughn doing a great job on our video side as the clock expires here in the end of the third quarter. So your score remains 7-0. Sun Prairie West in front of Oregon before we take you to another commercial break. Got to tell you about our friends at the GRB Baseball Academy, which is baseball for the serious player. GRB Academy offering a bunch of training programs this fall and winter, position player programs, pitching programs, foot speed and fielding camps, power development, and more. Reach your potential at the 52,000-square-foot state-of-the-art indoor training facility more at grbacademy.com. Fourth quarter is next. It's Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. The final week of the regular season. That was cruel. A steak commercial right now. It's at the end of the ball game. I know what I want. Oh, that's not, that commercial sounded so good. It <laughs> sold that money. I want to go there now. Second and nine. Here's the handoff again to Wea. Working right side. Uses a stiff arm past midfield. And that's right around where he will be whistled down. As he actually stayed on his feet wanted to continue running. <laughs> Gotta love seeing the energy out of those kids when that. I can't remember the last time I saw a 7 nothing game. And that's what we're he- headed for right now. Neither team can get into the red zone here yeah over a minute now into the final quarter of this one under 11 minutes to go sun prairie west with the football in the 7-0 lead third and seven right from midfield at the 50 yard line snap the roads looking to throw looks left side will air it out intended for hamilton falls incomplete and a flag flies the defender in pursuit there for oregon was number 12 evan miles and he says what i didn't interfere uh, with that that goes a break up there the d uh did he impede his progress, a little hold before the play we didn't see? Yeah, I don't know, but that's what they're going to call it. They'll call it against Evan Miles. That will give Sun Prairie West a fresh set of downs, so a big break there on third down. Yep. i got to point out, Dennis, uh, that song we just heard on the way in, the name of that song is Wolves by Selena Gomez, so uh, nicely done. Love the wolf theme. Ow, tonight. Yep. Yep, 35. That's right. You got to men- mark it off, even though it was on the 50. Just. Hey, Wolves. <laughs> Ow! The Warren Zevon song, Ow! No Werewolves of London. Now that should be their theme song. Who, did, who was that? Is that Alex Cravat? That just chimed in with his own Ow back at the park bank. He, has, he's, he just wishes he was here. All right, back to work. The 35 yard line of Oregon now is where Sun Prairie West controls the football. And looking to control the clock up a touchdown. Ten and a half minutes to go. There could be a lot of werewolves costumes here in Sun Prairie for Halloween. I would think so. Brand new high school, brand new mascot. Speaking of the mascot, I saw, I don't know if he has a name. I'm going to call him Wally the Wolf. Uh, Took a picture with our street team. Wilbur. 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 Why are you saying it like that? I like that. Because that's from uh, the old TV show, Mr. Ed. 
His owner was Wilbur. Hey, Oregon catches a break there. False start called against Sun Prairie West. So this will move the football back a bit. And uh, for Sun Prairie, just took the clock here now. Another play. First and 15. Rhodes looking to throw here on first down. Pocket collapses. Breaks the tackle. Lets it fly downfield. Ackley's got it at the 15. What a play by the junior quarterback, Brady Rhodes. And a great catch. Got up as far as he can. like to see what he can do on the basketball court. Is he skied for that catch? Be able to stay in bounds. And 180 degree turn to kind of twist his body to be able to get up there and get it. <laughs> that doesn't really sound like a very intimidating wolf. This if I'm sounds being like honest. he's thick. <laughs> First he needs and, a little caffeine in him. First, just so do you, Dennis. First and 10 from the 15. Hand oh, yeah. off to Ackley here. His first carry of the night as he pushes forward up past the 15. Looks like up near the 12-yard line, well into the red zone of Oregon now as we go under 10 minutes to play. I'm spoiled. Too many press boxes give us caffeine. I didn't buy any coming in. That's uh, my, I brought that's my, my own. Mind. I brought my own tonight. I, uh, first energy drink I think I've had in the year 2022. Mountain Dew's not an energy drink, Hunter. Don't give me that luck. Drink a lot of that, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> That's what got me through college. It only was the diet version of it. Make it second and seven from the 12-yard line. First down marker up at the five. You know what a Siberian hillbilly is? I have no idea what you just said, Dennis. Siberian hillbilly, vodka, and Mountain Dew. <laughs> it's a high school broadcast, Dennis. Keep it clean. Here's a handoff to Jonathan Wayup. <laughs> that was my, my two, best man's uh, favorite drink. Two, two flags fly. I'm just going to ignore you and keep talking. <laughs> two flags fly after the fact as Jonathan Wayup's teammates are kind of pulling him back. I don't know if there was a... Uh, you know, misconduct there, or what happened? We'll see what the flag oh, is. That's bad. <laughs> what is going on? Are there kids so running kids behind kids us? Running us, metal bleachers. The, you know, trying to stay warm. It's getting a little cool here. It's fair. It's supposed to be forty-one. A kickoff and thirty-something. 34 was supposed to be about 9 o'clock, so what do you got for t- temp? I got 40. Ooh. So not too Warmer. bad out there. Heat wave. <laughs> All right, so personal foul is the call. Sun Prairie West will go half the distance. The goal ball is at the six-yard line. And that'll be a first and goal. Nope. Yes. Uh, uh, snap so, the road. Uh, throws. End zone. Touchdown, Sun Prairie West. Ian Ackley with his first touchdown catch of the year. Makes it 13 to 0 Wolves with 8.55 to play. That great catch down the sidelines for 25 yards. He deserved to be able to punch the final uh, six in. And that he did. And that he did indeed. Alex Orline on to attempt the point after to extend the Sun Prairie West lead to 14. Rhodes came in with five touchdown passes. Got two tonight now. There you go. Erline's kick up. Erline's kick good. Sun Prairie West fans yelling, ah, woo! 
because they've got a 14-0 lead with 8.55 to play. We'll step aside for 30 seconds. You're listening to Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. I'm not crazy, I'm just a little unaware, 8.55 to play, Sun Prairie West 14, Oregon 0 in the final week of the regular season here in the WIA football season. Sun Prairie West wins this game. Both teams will be 3-4 and four in conference playing on the bubble for the playoff release show tomorrow morning on Valley Sports Wisconsin. Yeah, it looks like the uh, Wolves are putting themselves in position, but again, two non-conference law, uh, wins. Uh, I'm not sure if that's going to be enough for them. They might be on the bubble and might just come up short, but all you want to do is win what could be your last game, right? Go out and at least put yourselves in position to have yeah, a shot. Yeah, but that at puts them that puts them over 500 on the year, Dennis. You'd think five and four should be a good enough. Yeah. Whereas it would make Oregon four and five overall, but both teams would be three and four in conference. conference. So we will see. Here's the kick from Orline up and away. It will be returned from the you know fumble that the 14 out picked up. Uh, by Rocket at the 14-yard line, takes it up past the 20 to the 23-yard line, where Oregon will take back over. They got to strike back quickly. It's 14 to zero. The score. That was an eight-play, 80-yard drive, 3:47 time of the drive, and just what the Wolves needed at that point. Now it's a two-score game, but can't get lax on defense here. Got to got to play tight. Here's where it becomes tougher, a team running, having to try to make up a two-score deficit in the last quarter. Yeah. Gates looking to throw. will throw left side. Got him, man. Oh, broken up by way on there. Two flags fly. There's another pass interference this time against the Wolves. Oh, man. I don't know about that one, Dennis, but you got to make a call. And two officials saw it. They wave the whistle. I do not. So, fair enough. As uh, Oregon will get a fresh set of downs after the pass interference call against Jonathan Wea. A 15-yard penalty to put it up to 38. A little bit of breathing room here. What did you have for dinner tonight, Dennis? Uh, they had a late lunch. My wife made chicken parmesan last night. Which Ooh, she's so got a really she got a, her recipe is so good. I do not get it at Olive Garden anymore. I prefer hers. <laughs> that's a it's a high bar that's, right there by the dean. That's a nice lunch. I'll tell you. 849 to play first and 10. Another throw over the middle, just incomplete. Nobody really even in the area there, Dennis, as no. uh, Cameron Gates kind of just got rid of it. The pocket collapsed quickly. Clock stops. I don't even know that it moved at 846. I don't think they even started the <laughs> clock on that play because it was 846 before. It was snap, cat, step, boom, gone, incomplete. Clock operator helping out Oregon here. Didn't even take a second off the clock. Second and ten now. Gates out of the gun for the first time all night. We'll hand it off here as Caden Schaefer gets the ball. Sun Prairie West indicating they have the football. Steal one back. Nope. But uh, Oregon keeps the ball. Uh, There's a meeting in midfield. They will say play on. Oregon football makes it third and eight after a gain of two. This is where that extra time in the weight room pays off. You want to be able to hang on with the ball. It's like in basketball. You've got to be tough with the ball down the stretch. Well, the same thing goes in football. Can't give it up. And the Wolves are out howling. 
Eight minutes to go now. Snap to Gates. Gates looks to throw. Will air it out left side. Schaefer, oh, just overthrew him. Just barely missed him. Went through his fingertips. Ooh, and uh, looking for maybe some. Jacob Holland turned around like, no, no flag. Please, no flag. And his teammate put his hand on his shoulder. You're fine. Dennis, there's two kids across from us. The left section of the uh, the fan section across from us is pretty much empty. Those two kids just chucked a water bottle at least 30 yards. Now they're going to pick it up. Good for them. Good Samaritans. They, they rifled that thing. I don't know how I caught that out of the corner of my <laughs> eye, but that was something else. It's fourth and seven, though. I'll bring you back to the field of play now. Uh, here's Gates looking to throw. We'll rifle it right side. Got a man and the first down as he pushes ahead. On the reception was Christian Gates' younger brother. Keep it in the family. Well said. And a first down. Indeed. 49. Needed eight, got nine. Clock continuing to tick, though. Markers are set. Yep, at the 49, their own 49, just a yard short of midfield with 7.35 to go. Again, working out of the gun as quarterback Cameron Gates will hand off on first down. This time it's Devin Rice, his first carry of the night. Will push forward past midfield all the way up to the 45-yard line. Six-yard gain there on first down by Devin Rice, the sophomore back. Uh, 29 carries coming in. Thought he might have had a couple more before this, but fresh some fresh legs here. As Oregon continuing the steady pace as we go under seven minutes to play now. Snap the gates, fakes the handoff, throws right side, caught, and sheds a tackle past the 35-yard line and oh. lit up there. Ball comes out late. They'll rule it dead. The reception once again, Christian Gates. Jonathan Weo with a huge tackle, almost like a wrestling move. Lifted him <laughs> off the ground and threw him down. Did you think that was going to be a body slam? He's a basketball player, not a wrestler, Dennis, but he certainly looked the ladder in that play. No, and he pumped him up too. What's the flag now? You're going to call it unnecessary roughness? They sure are. Personal foul on that for, for the uh, tackle. Oh. Uh, Wea is not happy. He's coming off the field. It's a second penalty on him this drive. Make it first and ten, and they are moving the chains all the way up to the 19-yard line. Oregon officially in the Sun Prairie West Red Zone now. 6.53 to go. I believe that's only the second time they've been in the red zone tonight. Still operating out of the gun. Fakes the handoff, looking to throw. Rolls, looks left side, fires. Got a man inside the 15 up to the 11. It's his big tight end, Charles Daganu. We get him up to the 12. Oh, nope. The 11. Eight, eight on that one. Second and two from the 11-yard line. Still out of the gun. Gates hands it off this time, and we've got that reverse play again as Caden Schaefer takes over, but taken down right at the line of scrimmage. Nowhere to go. Make it third and two now. In the Sun Prairie West red zone, clock continues to tick. We are officially halfway through the fourth quarter. Six minutes to go. Still a two-score game, but Oregon knocking on the door of opportunity. Sun Prairie West 14, Oregon 0, six minutes to play. 
Yeah, I have to think it'd be a four-down territory here. Field goal, you still need a touchdown and a two-point to tie. Snap the gates, looking to throw. Fires right side, almost oh, intercepted, had two opportunities at it, but it falls through his hands. Number 19, Daniel Wilson in coverage. I think it's credited with a breakup anyway. Well, that makes it fourth down now. Another opportunity here for Oregon. Fourth and two. Biggest play of the game for Oregon. At the Sun Prairie West 11-yard line. 5.38 to play. Got to convert here. Snap the gates. Throws right side quickly. No. Got a man. Nowhere to go. He's taken down. Is Christian Gates on the screen. Turnover on Prairie West football with 5.37 to go. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. You're listening to Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, WTLX, Monona, Madison. And we got a flag on the play here? We sure do, and yes. I believe it will be, uh, it goes against, against Oregon. Oregon. So I'll decline it. Oh, nope, they'll no, take they'll the penalty. Accept it. It's their ball. That's right. I was, I was thinking it was on the uh, pre-play, but it was post-play. So now it comes out to the yeah, 29. 29. Yeah, I was in the backfield. Interesting. All right, first and 10 now for Sun Prairie West. A 14-point lead with 5.37 to go at their own 29-yard line. They'll operate out of the gun. Flag whistles blow. Oh. <laughs> I love it. The quarterback. Uh, yeah, Rhodes just, wasn't expecting the snap because yeah. he, uh, he heard the whistle, so he just kind of bounced off his chest. I don't think Ian Ackley heard the whistles either because he jumped on top of the ball like it was live. Uh, no penalty, just the referees weren't set. So first and ten will replay from the 29-yard line. Here's the snap to Rhodes. Rhodes will throw out a screen to Ackley right side. Ackley past the 30, breaks a tackle at the 31, up to the 34 is where he's brought down. Gain of five, make it second and five as the clock continues to run. Now just good ball possession drive, and Sun Prairie West can run the clock out here. Just uh, no big chunks, just uh, plays like that, three, four, five yards at a clip. Keep it running. Both teams. Uh, no, nope, Sun Prairie has used uh, West has used one of their timeouts. So Oregon with three left. Second and five out of the gun. Pitch to Jay Dane. He'll work left side. Taken down in the backfield. Well, he might have gotten up to the line of scrimmage. Look, he got. Now he got back, back to the line of scrimmage. Four fifteen to go. Third and five. Big play here for the Oregon defense. Snap the Rhodes out of the gun. Looking to throw on third down. Rolls to his left. 
Going to let it fly up the sideline. What a catch by Ian Ackley past the Oregon 40-yard line. My, oh, my. Thread the needle, Brady Rhodes. Dennis, let me know if my math is correct, but I believe that throw puts him over 1,000 yards on the season. Yep, it should. I don't have the total here. That, Jacob Yeekley was right in his grill and uh, just about had a sack there, but he got rid of it just in time. Moves it all the way down to the 32. And it was good for 34 yards on that completion. Wow. What a throw. What a play by Sun Prairie West. As this clock will continue to tick as they have a 14-0 lead now into Oregon Territory all the way up at their 32. Rhodes again will work out of the gun. He's got one to his right and one in his backfield behind him. Kind of an offset pistol formation. Snap the Rhodes. Pitch here on first down. We'll work right side. Got a hole past the 30, the 20, the 10, the 5. Touchdown, Sun Prairie West. Daniel Wilson takes it 34 yards to the house. Put a bow on it, Mr. Wilson. It's 20-0 to zero with 3.14 to play. And he had the back-to-back plays, the breakups to stop the drive. He almost had the interception and then came up with a tackle on the uh, to f- turn the ball over on downs for Oregon's last possession. Now he scores. That's a nice way to put a cap on this one for yep. uh, homecoming. And, and a cap on the season if they do not make the playoffs, which... I'd like to see him in there, Dennis. All you got to do is get in the dance. Here's the extra point attempt from Orline. It is up, and it is good. 21-0, Sun Prairie West in front of Oregon here on homecoming in the final week of the regular season here on Zimbra Conda's presentation of Prep Mania. For nearly 50 years, Zimbra Conda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles, the trusted staff of Zimbra Conda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're looking for a new or used Honda, visit Zimbra Conda in Madison today or at zimbraconda.com to search current inventories. A great run for Wilson there. It's going to be his longest uh, carry of the season. And again, Sun Prairie haven't. One of the keys was trying to wear uh, Sun Prairie down, having players playing both ways. Wilson, one of them, in this situation, but uh, not, did not work for Oregon tonight. Bounced offense, two uh, touchdown catches, now in a touchdown run for Sun Prairie West, and a team that's uh, you know, playing well here now in this last game. Hoping they get to the playoffs. A tough way to end the season five and four if you don't make it. No kidding. And, there, and there, you know there will be some teams that will be three and four. And it might be three and six, but might make it because of conference wins. Conference wins, yeah. And uh, the opponents. That's yeah, interesting. And you look through that, it's like three pages of, of uh, tiebreakers. Coin flip. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. And it, it, it has happened. That was a four-play, 71-yard drive, 223. And uh, wanted to run some time off the clock, but they punched it in, and now a three-score lead. Rocket will return for Oregon from the five-yard line. Here he goes past the 20, cuts at the 20-yard line, up to the 25, and taken down at the 27 on the right hash. For the Panthers, 3.07 remain and a three-touchdown lead for Sun Prairie West. 
So up to, oh, this said the 40. It's not the 40. <laughs> no, there we go, 27. That's better. So 73 yards. Oregon, just two possessions in the red zone tonight. Not able to convert on either one. And so Sun Prairie doing on both sides tonight. Sun Prairie West. Wolves, and there's the defense coming through. And guess who? Ian Ackley there on the sack for Sun Prairie West is Cameron Gates taken down hard. As we go under three minutes to play. <laughs> Give me your best wolf howl, Dennis. Oh. Uh, 6.5 out of 10. Yeah, voice is a little rocky here. Fighting off cold. Nine yards on that sack for Ackley. Yeah, it's second and 19 now deep in their own territory are the Oregon Panthers. Here's a carry on second down and nowhere to run for Caden Schaefer. Brings up a third and long, under two and a half minutes to play. Tough way to end the regular season for Oregon. Don't want to get shut out here. Yeah, Panthers... Uh... Only 14 points, lost three games coming in. And they've lost three in a row. They'll end their season losing four in a uh, row, Dennis. They've scored 155-14 to 14 in that span. Not a way to end the season. Cameron Gates will throw deep left sideline. Schaefer yes, hauls it. it in. All the way up at the Sun Prayer, or rather the Oregon 47, just short of midfield. Beautiful connection there between Gates and Schaefer. Both seniors. Not ready for their season done here quite yet. 28 yards on that clip. Beautiful pass play and looking over his shoulder. Tough catch to make. No doubt. He caught it and slid and uh, held the ball up like, yes, I got it. Like to see them try to put some points on the board here. Nobody wants to get shut out. Here's a handoff to Caden Schaefer. Works right side. Nice cut at the 50-yard line. Hurdles the defender and gets taken down past the 45, making about the 43 of Sun Prairie West. And it will be good enough for a first down. So mark it at the 42. So we go under 90 seconds to play now. Oregon just wants to score a touchdown before <laughs> this thing's over. They don't want to be shut out for uh, the second time in three weeks. Gates will throw left side, looking for Schaefer again. Falls incomplete near the 25-yard line. No flags. Make it second and 10 from the 43 with a minute 16 to go. Actually, this is the best of the offense in a two-minute drill if uh, performed here. Take away that sack. Did you uh, win the 50-50 raffle tonight, Dennis? Uh, nope. There's another pass. Oh, was that intercepted? intercepted? It sure was. Jonathan Weah yeah. gets the last laugh. After a couple of penalties on the last drive, he picks it off with a minute 12 to go, and that should just about do it. As Sun Prairie West will end their inaugural regular season with a over 500 overall record, 5-4. and four. All it will take is a few kneel downs. And homecoming. Nothing like the alums. <laughs> There's no alums, right? <laughs> well, hopefully the only thing they're dancing for tomorrow night, Dennis, is not just homecoming. As they'll end the season 5-4, and 3-4 four, and four in conference play, and hoping to get an at-large bid to the dance, the WIAA playoffs.
Yeah, I got a feeling with homecoming, that'll be their their party early in the morning, and then if they get some good news, then they can celebrate tomorrow night. And I'm sure the coach think, is think reminding coach o- them to stay out of trouble. Yeah, no kidding. I was going to say, I'm sure Coach, o- coach O'Connor is going to say, don't dance too hard at homecoming, says, right? Yes. We, we don't need any rolled ankles or anything like that. No, nah, he said uh, he's got a lot on his plate. He can uh, wait another week or so to take. Uh, have to collect equipment and do those interviews. There you go. Hey, electorally timeout taken on the field as some of the subs going to get in the game for Sun Prairie East here on their homecoming game. And Prep Mania brought to you by Electrolyte, the best coverage for premium hydration. If you're working outdoors, exercising, feeling under the weather, or just need to pick me up, Electrolyte is the drink for you. Added as a natural sweetener, Electrolyte uses glucose in order to provide immediate recovery and is packed with more electrolytes than leading hydration drinks. Electrolyte, total hydration for every occasion. A minute 12 to go. It is first and 10 for Sun Prairie West, up 21 to 0. What's your big take ten- on tonight? Uh, what are you looking for in the playoffs? More points. <laughs> How's that for an answer? Mine is to see if Wanakee goes D1 for the first time. So that won't be determined until tomorrow. That won't be. Yeah, we'll or find I guess that tonight, out the, technically. Yeah, we'll find that out. Uh, I see somebody leaks if that gets leaked out. Where are leakers? That should be you, Dennis. <laughs> I guess not well, so I'm much anymore. Take, we just said it on the record, didn't we? All we got to do is take a look at the uh, where they ranked uh, Travis Wilson's uh, through eight games. See who won, who lost. You can kind of figure it out from there. Are you going to do that tonight? I think so. I'll well, keep, we'll take a look at keep, it. Keep me in the loop. One final kneel down will do it. As the handshakes begin and the clock ticks down to the final seconds. Sun Prairie West 21, Oregon 0 in the final week of the regular season of the WIAA football season. Sun Prairie West finishes their inaugural season with a 5-4 and four record. Incredible story. And now they'll have to sleep. At least attempt to, as they await their fate tomorrow morning for the WIAA playoffs. Josh O'Connor, the coach, uh, a new dad, not like he's getting any sleep anyway, right? Yeah, that's so true. Might as well get ready for a playoff game, or at least hopefully prepare for one. No kidding. What a game that was as Sun Prairie West takes control and never lets go. Wow. What a game. We'll come back and recap what happened and break down what we expect in the WIAA playoffs. That's next as our coverage rolls on. Again, your final Sun Prairie West 21, Oregon 0. It's Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. music selection tonight as the Sun Prairie Wolves roll tonight 21-0 over the Oregon Panthers your final in the final week of the regular season what a win for the Wolves Alex Strofe, the Dean Dennis Semra hanging out with you live from Bank of Sun Prairie Stadium as the Wolves roll tonight Dennis it was all Wolves 21-0 the final yes it was uh, Oregon had a couple of chances at it had a punt block, but were able to get the ball back in the first uh, quarter. Nothing happened there. Had a nice uh, interception, which uh, Josh O'Connor, the uh, Sun Prairie Wolves, West Wolves coach, was not happy about. The uh, ball was taken away, and Oregon was not able to capitalize on that. So 
I like the fact that uh, the Wolves' defense came came through big time for them, but uh, two touchdowns late and uh, nice passing attack. Uh, but I, this is a very good start. You look at a, a program coming in where literally <laughs> every day there was some kind of challenge for these guys, whether it was uh, practice times and equipment and just uh, you know trying to establish a new culture. And granted, can you think what Sun Prairie would if one high school would it be like right now going to the playoffs, as good as East is playing, and then with some of the players here for West. So, um, not too many uh, communities can say we're going to split our school in half and have two football teams with winning records the next year. Yeah, it's an incredible story, Dennis. Right, they started the season three and zero, then went back to back against Wanakee and Sun Prairie East. Things started to. Look a little dim for Sun Prairie West. They came into this one knowing it was a must-win, and when they did, a final of 21-0. to zero. Regardless of what happens tomorrow for Sun Prairie West, an incredibly cool story for them. Uh, as you mentioned, a, a winning record, a final of 5-4 and four in the regular season. Uh, really, really neat uh, story for head coach Josh O'Connor in his first year at the helm of, of this brand-new program. Yeah, he's a new dad and the father of a new program. You think about that. All in the same year in 2022. I don't know about father of a new program, but he's certainly at the helm. Well, he, he's going to be, depending on how long he's here. We call Coach Pettigrew at Cuba City the grandfather or the godfather because he's been around 50-some oh, right, years. Right. But I don't know how long Josh is going to be here, but uh, done a nice job with his group coming out and uh, appreciate all the support, the help uh, on our end. And one of our coaches, both him and Andrew Riley yeah. from Verona, had him paired up as uh, two of our coaches for our roundtable to start the season. And both teams, very good seasons. You know, Hopefully they both make the playoffs. Verona's in right now, and we have to wait and see tomorrow morning. Uh, the official word, uh, whether the Wolves are in or out. Yes, we will. We will be waiting patiently, as will the Wolves faithful. Well, I don't know about patiently. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about impatiently, more so probably to pick that accurately. But uh, for one final time in the regular season, Dennis, we've got playoff football next week. Always a pleasure to work with you, my friend. Great work this regular season. Now let's amp it up a little bit for the postseason, huh? Well, you're off next Friday, aren't you? I sure am, yeah. <laughs> Three-day week for me next week. Looking, looking Oh, like a, you gotta love that. I do love that. I'll tell you what. You're okay. gonna be sleeping most of it, though. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Catching up a little bit, as you should as well there, Dennis. I know you don't sleep either, so uh, you understand that Not well. this time of year. Not this time of year. It's the fun time of year, though, no doubt about it. Your final tonight, Sun Prairie West 21. Oregon zero as we wrap up our coverage from Bank of Sun Prairie Stadium. We'll send it back to the Park Bank ESPN Madison studios after a short break. Alex Gravatt will take you through the final scores from around the area and we will join the MLB playoffs in progress. A big thanks to Hunter Vaughn for running the video side of things here at Sun Prairie West High School. A big thanks to Ryan Wollersheim and Chuck Stanger holding things down back at the Park Bank ESPN Madison studios. For the Dean, the Candyman, Dennis Semrau, I'm Alex Strofe. And we are on to playoff football. I can't believe it's that time already. I'm Alex Gravatt in the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios downtown alongside Ryan Wollersheim and, of course, the incomparable Chuck Stanger. Uh, 21 to 0 was your final here as Sun Prairie West got the lead and held on for dear life. They said, Oregon, you're not going to be on the inside looking out for playoffs. you got to be hopeful. 
and hopeful they will have to be. We'll have more information on that. Obviously, Dennis Semrau and Alex Strofe will keep you up to date moving forward on what the playoffs will look like. But let's take a look at Area High School. Uh, Janesville Parker travels to Madison LaFollette. Last we heard, end of the third quarter, Janesville Parker was up 34-6. to Madison East, 13, traveling to Middleton. This game is not quite final yet, but it's just about there. Middleton, 44, Madison East, 13. And then Madison Memorial at Janesville Craig, up 6-12 last we heard. This game has huge implications for Janesville Craig in particular. Madison Memorial looking to cement their spot as a top team in this area. And then Verona, to the surprise of no one, going into Madison West and absolutely wreaking havoc. It is 44-0 with 3.30 left. They had a kick return and a safety, so they're dominating all at, or all levels of that game. Capital Conference, we've got a final score of 13-10. to Lakeside Lutheran winning over Madison Edgewood. And Lodi 10-20. to That game has not gone final yet. Lake Mills up 21 over Lodi 10. And then New Glarus traveling to Columbus. Columbus had a 35-0 score at halftime, and they never really looked back. It was 56-14. Badger Large Conference, we've got an excellent set of games. Uh, obviously, Sun Prairie West winning our game, 21-0. Milton, 34 over Watertown, 0. And Wanakee, 42-0. Badger Small, Monona Grove having a big day against Fort Atkinson, 42-14. Mount Horror Barneveld, end of the third quarter, winning 39 to Portage's 7. Portage is going to have a tough time getting into the playoffs at 3-3, three and three, soon to be 3-4 and four after this loss. And Sauk Prairie, 6 to, defer- to Forest 14. Now, obviously, DeForest has clinched their spot, so Sauk Prairie still has a chance to win this game, which would be a huge win for their team's morals. Sun Prairie East versus Stoughton in the crossover. Sun Prairie East, 56 Stoughton to 7. Last time we heard that was at halftime, so that's a huge first half lead. I doubt Stoughton came back. Another team that needed a win and are now on the outside looking in. Rock Valley Conference Whitewater traveling to Monroe, zero. The Cheesemakers finished their season undefeated, a perfect 7-0, 47-0. And then last but certainly not least in the Rock Valley Conference for what we have, McFarland running away with a, saying, hey, look at me, we're both 5-1 and one to Evansville. We're the dominant 5-1. and one. We're the clear number two in conference. So 35-0, McFarland wins that one. And then as we look at the Eastern Suburban Conference, you heard Alex Strofe mention this, Marshall hosting Marquisian. Now this was the conference championship game and Marshall dominated 27 to zero last never looked back. Um, and then last, but certainly not least McGuanago looking to write the track after a tough loss to the lasers last week, McGuanago Indians winning 45 to 13, a huge thank you through the entire regular season as Z- Zimbraconda has kept us running, kept us mobile. Zimbraconda for nearly 50 years. Zimbraconda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbraconda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're looking for a new or a used Honda vehicle, visit Zimbraconda in Madison today or head to Zimbraconda.com to search inventory. We are going to get you to the Dodgers and Padres coming up here in just another couple minutes. I do want to reiterate huge shout out to everyone who's helped us along through this season. 
Chuck Stanger, Ryan Wollersheim, Colin Russo's been around. Thank you, Colin Russo, Molly Brown, Hunter Vaughn on the video, keeping us looking clean. You can watch all of our games on YouTube and Wisconsin On Demand. And thank you for everyone who's helped us on the Twitter by keeping us up to date on games across the area. Janesville Parker, Madison LaFollette, all of them. It's been fantastic. So on behalf of the Dean of Area High School Sports, Dennis Semrau, Ryan Woolesheim, and of course, Alex Strofe and Chuck Stanger. I'm Alex Gravatt. This is Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand.